welcome back to Fumbling Around, guys, with your host, Tom Steinman. Steiner. Uh, I have, I'm very excited for this uh, guest. I was doing more research on him. I learned a lot about him. Mm. Uh, new Planet Ant home team member, Tony Augusti. Hey, what's up? Welcome, man. So wait, you said welcome back to Fumbling Around. Is this, uh, am I just one segment in your uh, Empire of Podcasts? Empire of Podcasts, yeah. yes. Oh, okay. Well, you were. Uh, Who am I sharing this episode with? What do you mean, Tom? Well, Stein you said welcome back. It almost like I was thinking like in terms of like the Tonight Show. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, okay, you know, now we have on, uh, you know, like uh, Manny Patinkin, and next up Tony Agusti. So there was nobody preceding me. Well, we had a show. I recorded a show before you. But it's a separate episode. It's a separate. Okay, episode. I just you know this is what I do. I fixate yeah. on weird things. You were and, also. You know, on the show before. That's true, me. with Andy Reid. So oh, okay, we're allowed back. to talk about that? I didn't know that. Why, so, yeah, well, okay. I, I, I don't know. Maybe there's scandal. You know, <laughs> I didn't even know Andy wasn't doing it anymore. Because yeah, first it was Matt Penridge and Andy Pen- yes. uh, Reid, and then no Matt Penridge and no Andy Reid. Uh-oh. So, yeah. What did I do? I don't know. This is, is this your game? Are you are you the, the power behind the throne, Tom? Working yeah. your, uh, slowly get rid your of machinations? People. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have a sports podcast at all or anything? Uh, no, I did talk about sports from once in a while, but no, I didn't have a sports podcast. Did you, I saw something on Facebook recently. I thought that you were doing something with sports, maybe radio or something. Oh man, if I did, I do not have any like recollection of that. I might've just been talking sports with somebody on something. The last sports thing I did was probably this episode of, uh, yeah, yeah. For people that don't know, uh, I worked in sports journalism for 14 years. So from like 2000 to 2014 at the Detroit News and the Seattle Times. Uh, And then, uh, yeah, just a general fan now. Probably less of a fan now from working in sports journalism. Like, you you know, when you hear that that saying, don't see, you don't want to know how the sausage is made. That's, uh, That's true. You That's get so disillusioned, true. yeah. I'm definitely less of a Michigan fan. I am a Michigan fan, but I'm definitely uh, less of a Michigan fan from learning how they operate. Yeah, very arrogant. You, you've done a lot of things, so uh, thanks, not, man. Yeah, uh, I have a list. Down. Yeah, tell my mom. You okay. Tell your mom. Yeah. He's like, come on. Mom, be happy. Yeah, I know. Well, that's not possible. Uh, child of immigrants, that's never going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm the opposite. Everything I do is like, oh, my God. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. oh my God. I can't even imagine that. Oh, like, uh, <laughs> we, me and uh, Kim went to dinner, or I was at my mom. My mom made dinner. Yeah. I'm over there. Kim is your fiance? Kim is my fiance. Congrats, by the way. Thank you. So, were you there? Uh, no, I couldn't yeah. make it, but... Uh, Okay, I want to ask a question, a personal question yeah. uh, that I've heard. I don't know if this is true. Okay, okay. We'll here. Uh, so, is it true that because your girlfriend lived with you uh, before you got engaged, is that true? That is true. And you have people like uh, like you rent, like you're like a landlord too. Yes. <laughs> so, is it true that you made before your girlfriend moved in that you made, or I mean, when before you got engaged that you made her pay rent? <laughs> Uh, she still pays rent. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that is such a pimp move, Tom. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Like, someone just mentioned that, and I was like, wow, that's like a baller-ass move. I had to kick my brother out first. Oh, really? You no, kicked your brother out? No, I didn't out? kick my brother out. Oh, okay. <laughs> kind of, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was, so. Because I've told people that or mentioned that to people, and they're like, not like. Like it's admir it's like wow, that's amazing. <laughs> that's that's as close as you can get to being a pimp without being a pimp. Oh pimp. my god. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just straightforward. I like okay. you know, like the set rules and you know, yeah. that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't get upset. So you're the Dom. You're the Dom in the in the uh, relationship. We both have our areas. Okay. You know, you gotta know what your strengths are. I'm not good at everything. So. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, we're a partnership. She's okay, very, good. She, yeah. You know, she sticks up for, believe me, she sticks up for herself. No, no, I'm not saying you had one over. It was just, like, funny because it's, like, I think every time I, like, not that I mentioned this much, but I think it, it came up somehow because someone's talking about, oh, Tom got it was engaged. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you know, I, I heard that he made his girlfriend, like, pay rent when they lived together. And the girls were like, what? Yeah. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. It seems like, you know. It's just funny, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, because oh, yeah. there's like there's a difference between like you guys get a place, and, you yeah. know, and pay rent, and it's like I live here, and now you're paying rent. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, it's only fair. I I agree with it, but it was just like it's just funny, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just yeah. like it's like because you seem like you know you're a very nice guy, you know what I mean? Oh, it's yeah. just like you're like hey, you're paying rent, you know? What I mean? <laughs> and like because we were like ooh, you know, look at Tom, you know what I mean? Change people's uh, impression of you. Okay, I just wanted to. You can edit that out if you want. But oh, absolutely like, not. I thought it was hilarious. The only parts that I edit are like the very beginning trimming and the very. Oh, end. really? So everything in between is gonna. Day. Okay. Yes. Okay. I'm doing this all on my own, and I'm learning in the process. So yeah. you read your own. Uh, imp- what's it called? After improv. After improv. Yeah, podcast. I did that for. We did almost a hundred episodes of it. Okay. Uh, that was when I first. So I've been doing improv uh for four and a half years and that started in the very first year so like back in 2015 okay um it was just a group of us i was in a class with and we would just go to the bar uh four of us and we go to a bar you know after we're taking class that go comedy every night and just like shoot the shit for like hours you know and then jim harper uh, was one of the people said, who a lot of people might not know, or who, who will know in the improv community, yeah. uh, said, hey, we should make a podcast, you know, and him and John Yar were like, yeah, we have audio, like, recording background experience. I'm like, great. You know, yeah. I didn't have any, you know? <laughs> yeah. So then we did it at my house, and they're like, well, we don't really know how to do any of this. And I'm like, <laughs> what? You know, so we recorded the first episode on an iPhone, and then I started, like, buying gear and upgrading, oh, you know? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then we uh, got it. But I did actually, in contrast... To I think frankly a lot of podcasts I hear at least around here I did a shitload of editing. Can I swear? <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, I did a cunt load. No, I'm sorry. I did a, a lot of uh, editing. Like I'd probably say like the ratio was like two to three hours for every one hour of. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, it, it was a lot of time, and I, honestly, with the stuff I'm doing now, I don't know that I could uh, maintain. Like I don't know if I'd have time to do it today. You know what I mean? Yeah. But basically, the story of that was like. Uh, you know, those three people now, like Jim John and Heather Anonymous, uh, are all out of improv, you yeah, know? I haven't seen them in a minute. Yeah, like Jim was in, has been in Thailand like uh, and Japan, like teaching English and just hanging out. Uh, and he just returned, and uh, he still does stuff with me. He's helped me shoot, like, short films for the Planet Ant Farm team okay. for the show I do called Hello Hamtramck. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then John I see all the time. Like, well, I haven't seen him in a minute, but usually you'll see him hanging around karaoke or just being yep. at shows. Like, uh, Heather is off doing her own thing, so, you know, we're in light contact. But, you know, it's all, you know, there's no uh, acrimony. It's yeah, just, that you is know, what happens. Yeah. I haven't been weird. around as much, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen you around as no, much, I, but uh, you've been holed up here in the studio, like... Uh, so I'm part of the Planet Ant Podcast yeah. Network, mm-hmm. so we're trying to build, you yep. know... Architect of the Planet Ant Podcast Empire, that's what I'm going to call you. Yeah, 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 yeah mm-hmm. you know, so don't mess around. Yeah, yeah, oh no, I'm scared, I'm scared. <laughs> no. I realized I didn't tell anybody I came here, you know. <laughs> this is just like a little <laughs> building, the old Seven Brothers, you know, on yeah. Joseph Campo and... Uh, 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 Campo, and then uh, is it Campo or Campo? I always get that. I wrong. never know. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> Campo. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah. So anybody who like the FBI, if you're listening to this tape, if something happens, you know, I was here of my free will, but I don't know what happened after that. You know, it's a mystery. <laughs> It'll never get. This out. is like the second season of or the new season of Serial. You know, you're oh. you could be Adnan Syed, and you don't even know it, Tom. Don't kill me, okay? Have you seen the basement here, by the way? No, but I heard not to, not to. Yeah, it's like a murder basement. Like the the, the floors are like warped. You like, know, ugh. it looks worse than the end of the Blair Witch Project. Have you ever seen that? So the studio still in 
the works right now. Yeah, it looks like, you know, a crack house right now. <laughs> like, there's just, like, random, like, foam on the walls and wood paneling and paint, you know. Uh, we took photos. It doesn't do it justice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, look on the look on the fumbling around pod, uh, Twitter feed. You have one or? Uh, I don't have a. Tw- I just have my own Twitter feed. That okay. Well, look for Tom to uh, start extending his brand and starting a fumbling around Twitter feed, uh, yes. and then look for a picture on there. <laughs> See, I'm directing the show now. Now it's like. Uh, well, so what? You know what my dream is? is yes, uh, so, I don't. Tell me. Yeah. So this is what we're here for. Okay. Uh, your dreams. This is a fumbling around. Is like your. This is a story of Tom Steinman's. You know, secured his path to accomplishing his dreams. <laughs> it's not about sports anymore. <laughs> no, it is about sports. Oh, is it? Okay. It's about sports. Okay. Dr- so I left sports like when I got injured. Uh, that's when I became deaf. I got. Uh, oh, okay. Can, have you talked about this on the podcast? I have not talked about this. Why don't you talk about it? I didn't know. I thought this was like uh, you were born uh, oh, deaf no. in one ear. Oh, maybe you did tell me. Was it, did it involve a railroad track? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even a joke. <laughs> For some reason, I thought like something about like a rail, like a like a firecracker or something. Or nope, no, okay. that's somebody else. Okay. Uh, so I've I had like bad hearing my whole life, kind of. Okay. But like not deaf. Um, Did like, you have like a lot of ear infections when you were a kid? Oh yeah, yeah. Still I have do. a cousin like that. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I got tubes and stuff. Like I almost failed kindergarten. Oh okay. Because I wasn't making my sounds correctly. And did they know it was because of hearing, or they didn't know at first? Uh, they didn't know at first. Yeah. My mom realized when she would like try to like talk to me. I'm like watching TV, and I couldn't hear like, uh, what okay. she was saying or something. Yeah. Um, so then I got tubes and like did all that stuff. I had some really bad years with like ear infections because mm. water would get in there. Uh, but I was playing an alumni hockey game. Okay. What year was this? I don't even remember. It's probably what uh, six, seven, eight years ago. Okay. I don't, you know, it is. I don't That's know. crazy. You don't like, you know. I mean, it's probably a good sign that you don't remember. Like a lot of people, like I remember the exact day in <laughs> the moment. I, I forget the guy's name who did it because he wasn't even an alumni. He was actually a friend who brought him. Yeah. And the guy was playing a little hard, like. Yeah. Was, well, I mean, you killed him anyway and put him in this basement, so it's fine. You know, you have your revenge. I'm just kidding. Tom didn't even react to that. It was like, oh, you know. Did you have fantasies of like uh, hurting him? No. Okay. Uh, he actually, Revenge. If I believe, if I remember correctly, he got in trouble because he was drinking and driving and like crashed into somebody else or something like oh, that. Oh, so this was just foreshadowing. Yeah. Like, yeah. This. I mean, I don't know. Some <laughs> people, if you live dangerously, like. Yeah. I don't. You, I gamble or I play fantasy baseball with people. Yeah. You can learn a lot, of people, like through personalities and like I don't know the yeah. way they look at things mm-hmm. and stuff. So. And gambling does does attract a lot of degenerates. So. <laughs> oh yeah, myself included. So, but I'm more of a poker degenerate. I, I played a lot of poker. Okay. Uh, so anyway, we're getting off topic here. So uh, <laughs> it's my fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, your dream, but like no, no, no. The guy getting uh, so he's playing aggressive and he what well, he 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 yeah. Uh, we collided center ice going after a puck. Yeah. Uh, got my jaw broken. Oh, wow. Yeah. So there's like, I, I might have been concussed. I don't remember. Okay. So I'm like. That's I, a great line, by the way. What? I might have been concussed. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on like hands and knees, shook it up, obviously. And yeah. then like, there's like blood coming out. And I, oh, like, wow. Yeah. And I skate to uh, the bench. Mm-hmm. And the guys were like looking at me like, no, dude, like you got to go. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm just like sitting there like I'm going to go back out there. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So my brother was there, too. My brother's, like, seven years younger than me. He's okay. there. Calls my dad. I go to the locker room. Whereas I'm, in the, I'm, taking, I'm naked, taking a shower, blood okay. dust everywhere. My dad comes in. He's got to, like, help me, like, get dressed and oh, stuff uh, or whatever. So they kept playing. Oh, yeah. They okay. played. Uh, but it was very somber after that, I guess. <laughs> well, because usually. Uh, I'm just imagining somber hockey. Like, <laughs> like, like uh, Yeah. Well, usually. Uh, 
this is a big day. So we have the game. It's early in the morning, and then we go out to see them bar. Okay. A local like hole in the wall. Where, Nobody goes. Where to is this? Lincoln uh, Park. Oh, Lincoln Park. I'm from okay. Lincoln Park. I graduated Lincoln Park. I'm teaching back. I just started teaching there, and I'm coaching baseball there now too. Oh, okay. So. So you're not with the? Can you say uh, the play the pr- previous place you worked at or Covenant House? Yeah. yeah oh yeah. Uh, okay. Not there. I still love them. Like, okay. You know it is. It's an it's unfortunate part of the business where they don't pay you like in charter schools you don't get raises and stuff like that. Oh, I didn't know that. No, uh, it's so at, anyway, yeah. Sorry, so you're at the hospital. Yeah, at the hospital. It's my fault. I keep going off yeah, topic. This is like, how oh. my podcast was, you know. <laughs> so I'm just like I'm not trying to like take over. I'm no, just like no. I'm creating chaos and trying to restore order. You're good. You're asking questions. Yeah. Um, so we're at the hospital. Uh, I'm in Wide Dot. They couldn't. They don't want to do the surgery there, so they send me down downtown. Okay. The guy puts a metal plate in my in my jaw, oh. but doesn't close my mouth. Like doesn't I don't have to get my mouth my mouth wired Word shut. shut. And la- or we were at my draft or at our fantasy baseball draft. And after the draft, I go to the bathroom, and my jaw is like huge. I'm like, what the like, what is going on? Yeah. And I walk out and to like my roommates, and I'm like, guys, do, do you see my jaw? And they're like, yeah. What the heck? Like I'm like nobody noticed it. Like we must have all been like. Into the draft, yeah, and stuff yeah. And nobody noticed. Mm-hmm. So I had to go to. Uh, I, I drove myself to the emergency room, and uh, my plate had broken. And the metal in, plate. My metal plate in my jaw got broken, and then got infected with like I had like osteomyelitis or some some type of like wow. crazy disease. Yeah. So uh, I was in the hospital locked, you know, like for three four days at least. Uh, and then they had to put a catheter in my arm. Okay. And so I don't know exactly, but I'm not like a, a port, you mean, or like so? Uh, yeah, it was like a port where I had to give myself an IV of antibiotics like every morning. Oh, okay. Uh, because they were worried, like, so I had a yeah. pretty bad infection. That's they scary. You yeah, could have lost your half your face. Yeah. Well, they weren't sure, like, yeah, like uh, if the antibiotics would work. If the, they had to go in there and clean it up. Luckily, the oral surgeon went in there, cleaned it all up, and because they thought I might have to be like antibiotics like the rest of my life. Oh wow. Yeah, and if that's the case, that's not good because no. you take antibiotics, they don't work as well the more you take yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so luckily that didn't happen, but when uh, they went in and for the second surgery, they cleaned it up. That worked out well, but they hit auditorial nerve damage. Oh. And uh, complete death in my left ear. Like, And there's no hope of it ever. Uh... I'm hoping maybe technology science. So basically you have the same issue as someone with a severed spine. I don't know. It sounds like, well, if it's auditory nerve, if it's nerve damage because – like when a nerve gets, my mom was a nurse, which I mentioned on pretty much every episode of my podcast <laughs> without realizing. But somebody made fun of it, made fun of me for it recently. I was like, oh, I didn't even realize I did that because I would always jokingly, not jokingly, always mention I was a journalist. You know what I mean? <laughs> I would just say that. And but I didn't even know that. Yeah. So, oh yeah, that's okay. Yeah. So uh, uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, outside the podcast, I don't mention it that much. I don't think. But probably people listening to this be like, Tony, you always mention oh it. You know? Yeah. So, uh, but. From what I understand, like a nerve damage, like once the nerve is severed, there it immediately starts like reaching out, you know, to like it like into space to like try and find that connection okay. and regrow. And there are rare cases where if you jo- rejoin it in time, it will actually grow together, you know. But after that, it just goes it's just dead. Done. Yeah, from what I understand. So like, so with someone with a spinal injury, that's why it's so tough. If it's severed, oh. like it'll start growing and like try to get there, but usually it's separated by the disc. I also volunteered in college, like. Uh, at a PT clinic uh, of, like, all, like, shotgun, you know, people that were, like, paralyzed from, like, you know, various things. Yeah. Uh, so I learned a little bit more about this. 
And uh, but yeah, so once that that process stops of it like trying to grow, it won't join. You know, yeah. they're making advancements with it. You know, to like rejoin, like with like uh, stem cell therapy. Yeah, which that's what like, I'm hoping. Yeah, like something that. will f- get figured out. With yeah, like stem cell. yeah, exactly. Like if you can like foster, like figure out a way to like pick those nerves again, you could do like so many things. You know, like for especially spinal injury, like your like auditory like nerve damage, like yeah. any kind of a nerve related thing, it could be huge. It would be huge. You know, yeah. for oh, a, yeah. a slew of injuries. Because uh, I mean. I don't complain about it. I don't know if anybody. No, but I mean, did you go through like a grieving period or? Not really. Okay. You know, teaching in Detroit really kind of like taught me like not to complain about crap. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like when I saw kids who had to deal with like what they had to deal with, like yeah, yeah, no parents, like taking the the Detroit buses to school like mm-hmm. at six in the morning. Like some of these girls, like I I felt so bad. Yeah. And it's kind of, I used to be a bigger guy, so I'm like 185. That's right, yeah, I I heard that about you, but but, well, by the time I met you, you're the current weight you are now. Yeah, so, uh, but I used to be, like, I fluctuated with weight a lot up and down my whole life. Yeah, well, hey, I'm I'm in that right now, so, well, well, most of my life, so. Yeah, well, I used to be, like, really athletic, so in high school, I was athlete of the year at my school. Wow. I always considered myself. Hockey or? uh, Hockey, soccer, Uh, I played tennis my senior year. Wow. I never played before, but I'm like okay. That's so you're like a natural athlete. Yeah, I wouldn't say natural. I'm gonna say it, Tom. Well, uh, I grew up with a family right down. You the grew street. up with a family. <laughs> well, that's nice for you. Actually, this was the second family. So <laughs> okay. This is how privileged I am. I had a, I had a second. Oh, family. that white privilege with the family oh, striking man. again, Tom. <laughs> Fight the patriarchy, listeners. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, no, you're good. Yeah. Um, so, but they were super athletic and they were okay. super competitive. Like I couldn't beat them. I see. And so, like I like so, uh, Chet. If you ever listen to this, I it's a bit that I always talk about him. Okay. He'll never come on the show. Awesome. And but I see him all the time. I'm the godfather of his kid. So. Okay. Um, but he led our state in hockey, like in goals. And oh, he, okay. He was a senior. I was a junior. Uh, so just like he just dominated. Yeah. What and, class did you play? You don't remember? Okay, don't no, worry. Yeah, cl- no, yeah. we weren't. We we actually had a good team that year. Yeah. Uh, but this was a high school team, or was it like a travel team? It was a high school team. He, okay. He, like he could have played anywhere. Uh, yeah. Like Catholic Central, uh, his parents were like down the most down to the earth people ever. Yeah. Uh, his mom was a nurse. Okay. Hey, and, shout out. Yeah, and his dad was it was a painter like at Wayne State and stuff like paints but makes good money. Uh, yeah. Soccer. Um, that's the, actually if you get like an industrial painting job, that's yeah, a good yeah. job. Like. Uh, my dad uh, worked at Ford for, you know, 30-some years, and he's friends with this guy, Mike. Shout out to Mike, who's never going to listen to this. But uh, <laughs> he was, like, an industrial painter, so, like, his whole job was just going through, like, the plants and, like, yeah. painting. And uh, he, he has a house nicer than my, oh, than, yeah. uh, you know, my dad's. So. I mean, they have five kids, and they're all playing hockey and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, it was. That's another thing. Hockey is very, maybe the most expensive sport. Yeah, because you got a monthly ice bill, the equipment, the traveling. Yeah. Know, it's it's a lot. Yeah. Um. I forgot what I was saying. Oh, you're talking about the 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 super family down the street. Yeah. So, uh, oh, he could have went to like uh, he played for like AFI, this really good travel team. And, like mm-hmm. Catholic Central coach came in. He's like, anybody who wants to come to the team, basically, like, come on. Oh, okay. So yeah. they were like kind of because this is another thing. Catholic schools recruit. Yes. You know. Yeah. And they're allowed to recruit, but. I know they're allowed to recruit by sport, but they. I went to a Catholic uh, elementary school, St. Sebastian in Dearborn Heights, which is actually closing at the end of this year. So Aww. that was some trauma I found out this week. Uh, but uh, they would bring in, like, 
Catholic schools like to recruit, but not even on sports. It's like come to our Catholic high school. So I remember like Gabriel Richard, uh-huh. you know, and Divine Child, Catholic Central. They all like came with like it was like a little job fair. They're like, yeah. hey, this is a, and, you know, this is like stuff they're telling. Like, you know, we have all this cool stuff. Like I remember Gabriel Richard's like, you could do fencing. You know, like what? <laughs> I like, kind of want to do that. I've never yeah. done that. Yeah, me too. And I told my parents, I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you? No, you're not doing fencing, you know, so. <laughs> uh, <coughs> but his dad was like, no. He told him straight okay. up, no. Like, Why? Because he didn't want him to go that far out of Lincoln Park? or Yeah, just like, well, he knew that he would like be there probably with like a bunch of like rich kids or something yeah. like that. Like, you know, live in your community. Be a part of your community. Yeah. You're not better than anybody else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's that's just his parents were just so down to earth. Like yeah. no, nothing materialistic things don't matter. Yeah. You know, just and so what happened to your friend? What do you mean? In uh, terms of because you said he was like the top. Oh, uh, he just like th- th- that was the guy I had to live with. You know what I'm saying? So like I can't beat the guy seven houses down for me. How am I gonna like? I had no confidence in myself. Oh, I see. Because you're like I'm never. I can never win. Yeah, like yeah. I can't beat these guys. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. this. But really, what it did for me was like made me a better athlete when I did get to like high school sports. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff like that. And I didn't realize even until like after. The yeah. Whole matter of fact. So there's there's a benefit of not being like pegged as like the the star you know what oh, i mean yeah. of like you know like like to struggle you know yeah uh so no i was asking with your friend uh what's his name chat yes uh shout out chat i mean can't wait for you to be on the show <laughs> and uh the so did he ever go on like to college and play or anything like that or uh he what did he do he could have played like soccer goalie. He was a good goalie soccer. Okay. The only thing he cared about was hockey, though. Like, yeah. If but... like a soccer coach came and talked, he was like, "I'm a hockey player." Oh, really? Kind of okay. like the Happy Gilmore. So, but he wasn't recruited by any like colleges or anything, or did he not want to go to college, or did he? I or... don't know. His dad's like, "No college, you're staying." No, Unless there's no, a that's college not... in Lincoln Park. You no. can't go. Because his older brother Nate went and played at Eastern Michigan okay. University hockey. It was a club team. They were okay. good and stuff. All right. But um, I'm not sure what he did. I know he went to Central Michigan. Okay. Uh, but that, Fire like, up chips. Yeah, but it was after a couple of years though. Like he didn't go right away. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he did. And I, you're the godfather of his child. I'm the godfather of his child. <laughs> they're going to be the true athletes. They're going to be the two. His two kids are going to be the real athletes. Okay. They're going to do everything we couldn't do. Okay, great. You know, if they could have like he, d- it doesn't matter what sport he's playing. Yeah. Like you could be better than him, but mm-hmm. he thinks on his best day he could beat you. Oh, okay. He's that type. So he's of, got that confidence. Yeah. Oh. I will. I always wonder what that's like, you know. I never have that confidence. As an athlete, you gotta have it. Yeah, I know. And Especially quarterbacks. You always talk about it. They always talk about it, like quarterbacks are so confident. You, you know? have to be. Yeah. Like people, like wide receivers, like talk crap about like if you're arrogant as a wide. Re- like. Yeah. You have 250 pound guys chasing after you and l- trying to kill you. Like, yeah. You better be good at what you do. Yeah. Conversely, like cornerbacks have to have the ability to like shake it off. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like even if you go to a huge yeah. place, it's like okay, it's like. Yep. You know. Uh, that's more like my style. You know? Yeah, I never played football. I played lacrosse. I'm the school. I'm the same type of way. Like I'm like guy. Like I gotta. I'm not the natural athlete. Like he maybe some of them are. Like, yeah. I gotta win every little battle, every mm-hmm. little mental thing. I'm looking for an advantage of. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Which I th- I'm hoping as a coach now will help me get those kids to be better. Like that I need to not just the superstars, but the you know make sure I'm reaching one through fifteen. Yeah, to yeah, get yeah. Better. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I, I approach fantasy. Like, so we, I'm going to vary that very serious fantasy baseball league. Yeah. Yeah. Y- you were telling me before we started recording that the pot is $12,000. Yeah. This is Jesus Christ. That's down from last year. Oh my God. So, and you said there's 12 people in the, 12 the league. People. So you each put up a thousand dollars. Yes. That's insane. Yes. Uh, well, no, well, some teams only put up like one team only put up $300. There's a minimum 300. 
So I okay. never explained this to you. Yeah. No, yeah. Because we started talking before. Yeah, and you're like, save it for the podcast, yeah, which yeah. is what I used to say. Because <laughs> we started, th- we were like, all right. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. And we should say, we we are friends. Like, we've known each other, you know, yeah. in, you know, from the improv scene. So, for sure. Yeah. Um, but you don't always get to, like, have these types of talks. Yeah, I avoid you. So Yeah, for sure. Yeah, if yeah. I see you, I'm like, oh, the there's time, you know, wanted yeah. to talk about sports again. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, uh, you're the first person... Uh, the first time I saw you was you and John Miller at the Oh, yeah, house. yeah. We did a sports-related uh, uh, forum, actually. Yeah, because uh, since I've came to, like, the improv community, like, mm-hmm. there's not many people. I, t- I don't really talk sports with well, anybody. Well, there's a reason for that, yeah. because <laughs> most of them take intense pride in... Uh, not knowing sports. Yeah, they're just like, <laughs> oh, I have sports, gross, you know. But there are, you know, I, as I've uh, continued on, there are a number of people that are into sports. Or uh, maybe sometimes, like, one specific sport or something. Yeah, like uh, Kyle O'Neill and Caitlin Shea are really into the Red Wings. Yeah. Uh, Andy Reid, of course, uh, you know, long may he uh, reign or rest in peace. I don't know how you treat him on this podcast. Is it? Maybe I'll let him out one day. Yeah, you should have him uh, back as a guest on his former podcast. That would, that'd be no, we, talked, we actually talked oh, really? about that. That'd be really funny. But he's all Michigan, or anybody knows him all the time. He's yeah. like, he's, you know, he's super yeah. into college sports. Uh, Trying to think of other people, but you probably had them on the show. But yeah, there are there Graham, are sports. Graham talks yeah, sports. Graham. Mitch Haba. Yep, yep. Those are all the sports. So you so That's you it. find them. What? No, there there are other people. I'm trying to if I remember them, I'll uh, send them your way. But there are sports fans. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this face this baseball league. So okay, so explain how it works. So 300 minimum. Yes, 300 minimum, no max. But there's like uh, just like real baseball, there is a tax. Um, so like you can spend up to 500 dollars, no tax. Okay. The next $100 range is taxed at 100%. So every dollar, you have to pay an extra dollar for tax. After so, okay, when you say every dollar, so you pay, like, for transactions? Uh, we do an auction draft. So every player oh, has a okay. dollar amount. So okay. you can, yeah. But it's also a dynasty league or keeper league, depending on definition. But but yeah. how many how many keepers do you get? Six. Okay. So that's why I'm, I, I, I don't know if it's considered a dynasty league. Sometimes dynasty leagues, you get to have more keepers than six. Six okay. is kind of a lot, but not. It is, yeah. A lot of times, like, uh, like for I, I've seen like football fantasy leagues where the you only get one keeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, six. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, is it? <laughs> it, 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 it no. It, I mean, do you ever think like how many years have you been doing this? Oh, uh, this like league eleven. Oh, so this league has been going for eleven. This particular league has been going oh, so for eleven it, years. It started off as a completely whole different. Actually, none of the original members. Only one original member is from the original league. I'm okay. not actually in. The, I was not in. Okay, so this is like improv, you know, like yeah, nobody yeah. start out with. Yeah. Uh, so when did it become a three hundred minimum league? Oh, man, like probably like five years ago or something. Okay. Well, it became uh, a five hundred dollar max league. Okay. And then uh, we've had some. We had some transition. We had some. There's a I, what I love about talking about the leagues. There's a lot of drama that's okay. happened over the years. Oh yeah, especially with fantasy. Like people get so in their feelings about it. Oh, you know, really bad, mm-hmm. really bad. So, um, oh yeah, just I've lost like Al Schroeder. If you ever listened to this, you could come back, buddy. So you've lost friends over this. I have not seen Al Schroeder since he got married <laughs> and he didn't pay for the league. But this was when it was. Well, like his a, wife was probably like, uh, "You're spending how fucking much money?" No, this on was a hundred dollar league. Okay, well, you know, marriage is a different thing. <laughs> You'll find that out, Tom. You know. Oh, okay. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm not married. Yeah. <laughs> Tom was like, "Oh, wow." You know, like, no, I'm fucking around. So. Well, I wasn't sure if you were married. I'm like, maybe I didn't know. No, no. I remember once because I'm older. You know, I'm like 40, yeah. uh, 43, and uh, I was doing an improv thing, and they're like, uh, "What's something?" Uh, 
I don't know, something something and I said divorce. And everybody looked at me like, Oh, this guy's divorced. I'm like, No, I've never been married. So I was like, You never know. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You look like, like you could be a divorcee. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. That's very kind of you. you know? I feel like I've got the requisite bitterness. Um but yeah, the so so there's no max and it's up to twelve thousand dollars. So that means some teams are spending more than three hundred. So Oh yeah. I mean, like more than a thousand. Yes, uh, I. This is the most I've spent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I spent like fifteen, maybe sixteen hundred. Oh wow! So year. I guess my question is, um, uh, so when? How many years have you? Uh, that's what I was asking. When you started the first, like the minimum of it, like so, uh, how many years have you won this? I've won three times. Okay, but out of but I won- you, I don't you don't know how out of how many years like since two thousand like the five last five or six years are the years that really start to count like yeah. money wise or whatever. Yeah, I have like three championships and oh, like, two final two. There's someone here. Oh no, it is recorded. <laughs> We're uh, back. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure how I'm gonna edit this. I might just leave it all and it's like. No, you should edit it. I you don't know. know. We'll okay. see. We'll see. I'm a fan of editing, as I've said. So. But yeah, like you want to talk about what happened? Yeah, uh, so uh, the space was double booked, I guess. You Planet would say? Ant Studios. Planet Ant Studios. So, if you're not familiar with Planet Ant, we have three different building locations. We have the Black Box Theater, which has three floors. The OG. Uh, yeah, the the original. Yeah, well, two floors now because uh, Hal lives on the top floor. Top floor so it's now. No low, yeah. But they bought the building across the street, yep. which is Ant Hall, mm-hmm. Ghost Light Bar, mm-hmm. and also now the Independent Comedy Club. Yep, shout out. Man, so much has changed over the last couple of years. Yeah, it's insane. This keeps, I mean, I was very involved here all the time in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Not as much lately. And it's just every time I come, Darren's doing something different, yeah. and Mikey Brown and Mike McGettigan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sean Hanlon, uh, buddy, get better at communicating. No, I'm just <laughs> uh, I love Sean. So I guess this place was double booked, or I don't know, some miscommunication. Some type of miscommunication. I'm a guest. I'm not getting to this. Yeah. You can, as a guest, you're free, free reign to see whatever you No. Nope. Home team politics, buddy. Oh, yeah. You got to play the game now. You're part of the home team. No, I'm just kidding. But I'm just an outsider. Yeah, you are. No, I mean, no. you're part of You're more involved in the ant than I am, you know? <laughs> it's a great community. It we is. all love each other. <laughs> uh, mistakes happen. Uh, well, it's it's a great. It's yeah, it was it was very you know like uh, like Nuvera who's uh, rehearsing for Greece. You know she's directing. Okay, Greece. is that? I don't even know what. Yeah, it's coming out. Well, let's do a little plug here. Yeah, uh, it's coming out uh, the end of this month, which is April. It makes me feel uh, bad. Yeah, sure, but it's not your fault, you know. And Nuvera's cool. She was just like, oh, okay, absolutely. like because I guess, I mean, you know. I think you should edit all this out personally, but you know, you know, that I'm not gonna tell you how to edit your show, yeah. even though I just, even though I just did. Uh, that's just the editor and me. But uh, I guess Sean told her here because there's also an adjacent, like the Planet Ant Studios is like besides the penthouse and the private parking garage, yeah. uh, is a you know beat up studio that we talked about, yeah. and uh, then there's an adjacent like rehearsal space right next to it, like a little you know impromptu stage, mm-hmm. so. That part was booked, but with a podcast, you can't have someone, you know. But apparently, they're supposed to be at the Ghost Light, so. Something happened. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, sports. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Uh, 
my vision though so as you talked about the studio yeah like it's still in the works and we're trying to like make it look nicer aesthetically mm-hmm. and yeah uh but we plan on using like video stuff green screen oh wow uh like so a lot of these things are the work uh that door is going to be the entrance so the back door will actually be the entrance there's parking oh, back there okay oh i didn't know that yeah so we we want to like have like you know maybe grill out there and stuff wow food. we're gonna bring a fridge in uh tv's been talked about wow. wi-fi all, all for stuff. the podcast not just my podcast. Oh, okay. I was like, wow, you're really a mover and shaker. But my dream would be to have, like, a sports section oh, of the Planet Ant. That's podcast. hilarious. Yeah. Like, have, like, four or five groups or whatever, different shows all yeah, part yeah. of the network or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's anything you you would ever be interested in or something. But. Maybe. I mean, I'm just so, like I said, I'm so busy, but, yeah, you know. I don't, yeah. I don't, yeah like, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but that's my dream is to hopefully, you know, do something like that locally, Detroit sports-wise. Awesome. Uh, yeah, you know, Detroit, I feel like, lacks a good, like, distinctive sports podcast, you know. Uh, I think that's part of the reason Fumbling Around was, like, started, you know, yeah. rather than – there's so much rhetoric, you know what I mean? I hate listening to talk radio <laughs> just because of the callers, you know, or idiots, you know. It's <laughs> oh, yeah. like, why don't you trade Justin Verlander, you know, for Mike Trout, you know. <laughs> it's just like, what? You know, well, and they're dead serious. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. when I worked uh, in Seattle – this happened more than one time. People would call in and ask us to patch them into the booth during a Mariners game. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what is your concept of, like, how things work? Like, we don't have the number to the fucking uh, broadcast yeah, booth. Yeah. You know, like, Dave Niehaus doesn't want to talk to you. They're just like, yeah. But, but people, that's the thing. They are dead serious. You are right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm good. Okay, you just looked over like you heard something. Oh, I coughed. Oh, okay. Well, see, great of me <laughs> just yeah. pointing that yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. Uh, man. What were we talking about before we were, you know, not, you know, just coincidentally interrupted, not rudely interrupted. Yeah. Politely interrupted. Yeah. No, uh, go see Nuvera show, though, at the end of the month. Yeah, Greece. Uh, Greece. I'm actually looking forward to that. Yes. I feel bad because they need to rehearse. Nope, Tom, stop feeling bad. That's me. I yeah, know it's not on you. Don't feel bad for things that aren't your fault. It's like 9-11, <laughs> you know? How do you know that? Oh, you you do feel bad about 9-11? Uh, I mean, do you, you don't feel bad about 9-11? How do you know I'm not responsible? At part oh, of okay. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I got I, rid of Andy. Yeah, I did see a flight simu- simulator manual, uh, you know, on the table, so I didn't want to say uh, anything. Oh, we got to cut this short. Okay, all right. Oh, now we're editing. <laughs> no, I'm going to cut you short. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Uh, But, yeah, so you... uh. Are part of the home team, part of the farm mm-hmm. team. Yeah, but I just this is uh, well, this is my first official interview, Tom. Yeah, since, I know that's uh, why I booked it. I was like, I gotta oh, get yeah, it before okay. everybody else does. Yeah, so I just found out uh, they asked me just this past Monday. Uh, yeah, how does this happen? I don't know. <laughs> you know, that's the one thing about like this is a mystery of the home team. You know what I mean? So Margaret uh, Edwardowski, who runs the home team, yes, uh, she asked me to guest with the home team on Monday, which I've done a couple times before. And I was like, yeah, sure, you know, just yeah. like guest. And uh, and then afterwards, she's like, hey, you want to join the home team? I'm like, what? You know, like, she's like, are you serious? She's like, yeah. So, yeah, I was very surprised by it. But uh, it, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not something that I've actively. What the fuck is this? Uh-oh. Siri. God damn you, Siri. Sorry, man. No, you're good. Yeah, I don't know why that just happened. Um, but Margaret. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not something like, I mean, again, there's no way, nobody really knows. Maybe when they add the next member, uh, I'll know. But yeah. uh, they said they had been talking about it for a couple of weeks, you know. Oh, okay. But it's like, you know, the thing about the home team and the farm team is like, you know, the home team is there on Mondays. And 
I don't really have much of a relationship with anybody on the home team except for McGettigan okay. and Margaret. You oh, know? wow. Yeah. I mean, like, because, you know, fair or not, you don't, they don't hang around much. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I know a lot of the people, for like, sure, you know, Travis, thing. and a lot of them I know from having on my podcast, you <laughs> know, yeah. uh, which is years ago, but like Travis and Joe and Pete okay. Jacobs, and uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other active members, you know, Louie, I don't really know that well. Uh, Diane Bailey, Dave Davies, you yep. know, a lot of them are oh, yeah. former teachers. But again, you yep. can say that for a lot of people, you yep. know. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, the yeah, long answer to that is I don't know, you that's, know, exactly. That's uh, really exciting. I remember yeah. your name being mentioned around like before, like if people were guessing who was going to be next. Oh really? Like that. Yep. Okay, because I don't hear that kind of stuff. Well, you no, know what I mean? no one usually says that to the person. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's true. Because <laughs> like I would always hear like it's like oh this person that person you know, yeah, but yeah. again. I mean, I've told many people this is just like I started improv very late, you know, like relatively speaking. I started mm-hmm. when I was 38. I'm 43 now. So uh, and all those people on the home team have been doing it for so long, I you know, know like right? by far. So everybody on that team, except for me, has 10 or more years of experience. But I, you have a lot of experience in other areas, which made you. Maybe that's true. I think, cause yeah. I think journalism alone, you got to be pretty smart. And Oh, thanks, man. No, there's a lot of dummies in journalism, let me really? tell you. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, every job, there's always going to, unless it's like, you know, I've heard of places like this, you know, like where everyone's like real talented, like, yeah. you know, like maybe Accenture or whatever, but, or, you know, like, I'm trying to think like a, like a deadlighted team, but most jobs you have, there's going to be people that are really good, yep. uh, people that are really bad, but most people are just like mediocre, yeah. you know? I guess you know, that's just like life. life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it really is. It doesn't change, you know? Like, I I always thought, like, until I got into the real world that, oh, you become like a management, a management person and charge a person because you have those skills, you yeah. know? And that's so not true. I used you, to think, uh, look it up at teachers and stuff like that, that they all had it all put together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you realize, oh, some of these teachers are real sad, oh, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh, yeah. yeah. So it's like that for everything, you know? Makes sense. Um, But, you know, you just aspire to be like, you know, again, like, so that that's part of the surprise, too. Like, I was like, okay, well, four and a half years of experience. Like, if I have 10 years experience by the time that happens, I'll be almost 50, you know? So it's just not something I thought of, you know? No, no. So, like, I was always thrilled when they said, like, hey, you want a guest with us? You know, I'm like, great. You know, but I wasn't like, okay. Now I'm gonna get on the home team. You no, know, you're not. Yeah, you're not looking for like the stardom or anything like that. You're just well. Gonna... I don't know if stardom is even the. It's a way. Let's let's slow down. Yeah, you I'm... know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still saying you're not looking for that type. Yeah, of... Yeah, I mean, I love improv, and most of my involvement, you know, is like the farm team. Yeah. You know, uh, but like there's a big, you know, there's a separation between the home team and the farm team. So yep. it's like, you know, so it's not like. The home team is like mingling with us, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just like you know, they've got their lives, we've got our yeah, lives. Yeah, everybody, we're all and adults. Yeah, so it wasn't like I like was consistent. Like the home team was consistently watching me perform. No. You know, so yeah, I don't know, but I'm I'm thrilled to be on there. Uh, I just want to. I feel like I have so much left to learn. For sure. You know, that's oh. really what I was telling McGettigan. again. He's like, good. You know, it's like that's why you'll be good. So exactly. Um, I heard you talk, so if you haven't listened to already, uh, you were on Andy Reid's, when he was doing Fumble Around. Uh, I have heard it. Yeah, I was on there. Yeah, and the podcast Oh, was I like, thought you were talking to me. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, why would I not listen to my own? I was there. Tom. Yeah, I was talking. To I didn't realize you were talking to the audience. All the millions of audience. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, go back and listen to the journalism uh, episode with Tony Augusti. Um, it's a great episode. I learned a lot about Andy too. Uh, you guys both came up. As yeah, because we kind of talked about that. We we would always share. Andy is also a former journalist like myself, and uh, we just like share stories. So basically, fucking up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, uh, 
and just like little inside things about stories and gambling too. Yeah, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. I love gambling. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a, it's a two hour episode. Uh, does anybody ever listen to it on regular speed? Do you listen to podcasts on regular? Oh speed? yeah, all the time. Really? Yeah, I never listen to uh, uh, sped up. Really? Uh, yeah, I just don't. I don't like it. You know what I mean? It's like I don't like that sped up thing. I don't like the hurriedness of it. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate that. And, but I also I don't. It sounds like you probably listen to a ton of podcasts then. Not a t- I try I try to get a bit, but I can't. Yeah, so I exactly. To, like... So I uh, I do when I have time. I work from home, so I'll listen to a lot of podcasts. Okay. And now I've been doing that the past like four years. Uh, but yeah, I just don't. It's like, and I know people that watch TV sped up. You know, <laughs> I or know like you can do that. Yeah, you can do it. Like, well, especially if you watch stuff on YouTube. You know, you can oh, speed okay. up the play yeah, rate. Yeah, okay, you know, that makes sense. Uh, okay. and but it, it's. I just don't understand it. It's like, just take the time. Maybe I'm a curmudgeon, you know what I mean? But it's like, I, I just don't like it. I've tried listening to it like at uh, sped up, and it's just like, I, I think you miss all the nuance, you know? Especially, I guess it depends on what you listen to, but it's like, especially comedy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Comedy is so much timing, you know what I mean? So if you're fucking with the timing, then it's going to be, you're fucking with the experience, Yeah. you know? I mean, that's my philosophy. No, I I, I like it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think is it going to change the way you behave? I hope not. Okay, I good. Know. I like to be who I am. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't let anybody. I mean, in terms of podcasts, not oh. your life. Oh. Uh, so you never listen to any podcasts at regular speed? I, I used to. It took me a minute to like get, well, so I listen to a lot of like fantasy baseball content. Oh, okay. And then well, I. speed right through that. Yeah, I got it. I just give me the information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just need the information. Okay. So it's I'll, kind of like You know, work. I'll try it. You know, I've never actually listened to an entire podcast because like it just irritates me like at sped up. You get used to the voice, like because the voice is silent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different, I guess, like mm-hmm, squeakier mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. something. Or uh. well, supposedly the tech, there's technology. I don't know if it, because like, I haven't done it in so long. But you can like listen to it, uh, sped up without it affecting like the the voices. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't hear very well, so okay. Yeah, so that's another thing. So let me ask you: Do you like? Uh, are you a fan of music or no? Yeah, I love music. Okay, because I've known a couple of people that have hearing problems, and as a result, they just didn't weren't into music because they couldn't hear it properly. Uh, but you've lost your hearing. I mean, how did it change your relationship with music losing? Because it had to affect it, right? Like losing hearing in one ear or no? Did your just other ear adjust, your right ear? Uh, so my right ear sucks. Oh, it does? Oh, it's bad. Oh, okay. So like... Uh, so are you in risk of like becoming like permanently deaf? deaf? Probably. Really? Wow, yeah. you're just so like casual about it. I mean, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Yeah, I guess. So is there like a timeline? Do you have a hearing aid in your right ear? I don't. I had one before. I probably should go to the doctors, the audiologist, and yeah. get my hearing test and probably get fitted for a new one and stuff like that. It's just a lot of time and money. Yeah. Um, I had one years ago. It helped somewhat, mm-hmm. but it's kind of, I don't know, it's just not comfortable either. Okay. Um, well, I will say you seem to hear very well. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't know that you have like severe hearing loss in your right ear too. So yeah, like, so I'm like half deaf in my right ear. So I have like wow. in, I have a hole in my eardrum and stuff. They oh, won't shit. they won't do surgery to it because the success rate's only like eighty five percent or something. Oh wow! So if it went wrong, then a little bit of hearing's way better than no. Yeah, hearing. yeah. So I do improv. I teach. I do a lot of things that like hearing's kind of important. Yeah. So uh, if you notice me, like. Uh, well, I don't like I can't do like like I can't sit at concerts all day and stuff like that. Like loud noises just kind of like disturb me a little mm-hmm. bit, I guess. Just pounding and pounding and pounding. So, um, so don't look for you at the ghost light. Yeah, I don't. I'm not into big crowds anymore and yeah. stuff like that. I can't do it as much as I mm-hmm. used to. But I used to love music. I used to. 
go to Warp Tours or I used to see My Chemical Romance at the shelter. Like, okay. Did I'll, you ever see Kyle's band play at the Warp Tour? I never, no. Fireworks? I never, no. So Kyle, he's talking about Kyle O'Neill. Kyle O'Neill, shout out. Uh, yeah, he was on the episode already. Uh, we did a Mark Madness sports movie one. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah. Well, it makes a lot of people upset because, like, their favorite movie would be on there and then, like, oh, well, yeah. Movies, like, round one. Yeah, that's <laughs> just like, uh, you know, sports in general, you yeah. know? It's like, oh, why, why don't we make the tournament? Why are we seated this? Yeah, you yeah. Know? Uh, the drop of sports. Yeah. So, yeah. What were we talking about? Um, I don't remember. That's all right. That's you're the host, buddy. Yeah, I am the host. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of that, yeah. So you have a lot of background in like doing podcasts and stuff like that. Yeah, I did like that after improv podcast. We did almost a hundred episodes, uh, and we had Mark Evan Jackson on for Dick one year. Yeah. And then, like after that, we never really did an episode. We hit it. We did it. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. But really, it was at at, at that point. You know, uh, I think I was on the farm team and doing stuff, and uh, yeah, it was just our lives just all sort of changed. You yeah. know what I mean? And like the. The whole point of the podcast was to chronicle our journey through improv, and we went through the classes, and then it's sort of, you know, kind of like a lot, you know, like when you have that class group in improv yeah. or whatever, or you go to school and you graduate, it's like, yeah, we're going to stay together and stuff. It just doesn't happen. It's not for any bad reason. It's yeah, just sort of no. like, you know, you move on. Some people stick with stuff, and some people don't. Yeah, you're making me think of all my old classes. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. Like, what are they doing? Yeah, you had a good group, I remember. Like, uh, who are the people in there? Were you in the group with Darren or no? No. Uh, I had Kyle O'Neill. Uh, I came up with, I started with like, say, well, I went, I started at Go Comedy. Me too. Uh, I did the whole program there. I did the whole writing program there. Oh, you did? Okay. I, I did the whole program. Well, I started at Go, left uh, after Advance 1 to come to the Ant to do the sketch writing thing with Maget again. <laughs> and then me and John Yar went through the whole program together here at the Ant. Then we went back to Go. I okay. had to finish out like the like the original like uh, Heather Jim, and then other people were in there like Ellie Warner was in our class, uh, Brenda McCarthy. Okay. Yeah, all these people you sports fans have no idea about. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I started with like two friends. Uh, the one guy that was here before you came in, uh, Justin. Yeah, uh, he mentioned you were in class together. Yeah, intro one at Go Comedy. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. I was like, oh, you don't look familiar at all. I'm surprised I haven't no, seen you. No, all I took was intro one at Go Comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that he. He was the guy that was all like gung ho, right? Yeah, yeah. It's so weird. Like the people that are so gung ho aren't necessarily the people that stick with it. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Cause like my I was just saying this the other day, my intro class at Go, it was like a short small class, like four people, uh, including me. And uh they two of the guys in the class, I was gonna take a you know, I'm I'm actually very shy, which people don't know. Uh, yeah, people don't believe it, but it's like when I first meet people, I'm very shy around them and I don't talk. A lot of times it comes off as unfriendly, I guess. But uh, I just like, yeah, I, I, that's something I work on. You I'm know the what I mean? Same way. Yeah. I'm the I same. think a lot of improvisers are. Yeah. You know, I think people that don't know improv or even entertainment will be surprised at how introverted and shy a lot of yeah. people are. And a lot of times, extroverted people like are the ones that don't want to get on stage. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, so. Uh, wait, a lot of extroverted people, or like the people, yeah, you'll like I I know people personally who are like in a party or something like that, yeah. very talkative, all over the place. But you put put them on stage or put a mic in front of them. The oh yeah, I guess there is some truth to that. Yeah, for sure. And so anyway, these guys, I was gonna like just like because I was just reluctant to be around people. I was just like, oh, I was gonna take a break. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, after the first class, I'm gonna take a break. <laughs> and they're like, No, you gotta sign for the next class. We're signing up. I'm like, all right, I'll sign up. And then neither of them signed up for the class, oh. you know? And it was just me and all these new yep, people, yep, yeah. which is exactly what I didn't want. And 
and they never, you know, to this day, they haven't taken, as far as I know, any more improv classes. Yep. Uh, and But I'm still, you know, Facebook friends with them and here for them from time to yep. time. And, uh, and but then I met the people, the podcast group, you know, there you go. and there and so many people that are actually still like, the, there was another class next door to us. So like Jessica Cooper, Jessica Femininio. Oh, okay. Uh, they're still doing improv. Yeah. And uh, like I said, Ellie, Jason Patterson, uh, later at Go, the oh, second wow. go round when we finished out. But nice. Yeah. Uh, I started like Chris Ford. Oh, okay. Uh, that was probably the uh, him and JR. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Sturberg? Yep. 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 Uh, but Chris is doing great things. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, He's very involved at Go. Yeah, as soon as we started, he like like he was there all the time like involved and stuff like that's what i yeah. wasn't doing like i would just go to classes and i'd go home yeah well i think that's the difference between extroversion and introversion too because he was on my podcast and okay. uh, we talked yeah. about this and i was like how did you because at the time and maybe still the time after you finish classes it's like well what do you do now you know what yeah. i mean uh and chris said well he just went to pj and he said hey how can i get more involved at go and PJ said, well, you know, let's get you more involved. Yeah. And I was like, that, like, blew me away. I'm yeah. like, I would never even think of that, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. because nope. it seems so, like, I'm shy. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't want to ask. I don't want to bother anybody. No, you very, know? Yeah, he was very forward, excited. Yeah. And I was, and like, I was like, oh, good idea. Good for him, you yeah. know. And But, yeah, that's, I think in improv, that is a problem of, like, and maybe it's not their responsibility, but it's, like, developing talent. You know what I mean? Like, because there are people... Like Travis Paltrow has talked about this. Not everybody gets improv right away. You no. know, for some people figure it out very quickly, and some people don't. I mean, I still feel like I haven't figured it out completely. You know, like or you know, uh, consistently. It's but a sport. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I, it's I funny. See, I, I yeah, see there's it a lot sport. of yeah, there's a lot of uh, parallels. Downs, kind of, yeah, because like. Uh, I mean, when it's I a lot like baseball, actually, because the majority of the time you are not going to hit. Yeah, no, you're, yeah, you're you not. Know? You, uh, it's like you're going to hit 30% of the time, you know, like if you hit 40% of the time, you're a fucking you're Yeah, a you're genius. great. Yeah, you're yeah. amazing. Yeah, you're a legend. Uh, but like also like your confidence just goes up and down. And like, oh, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, like I said, I made the the home team, you know, I was asked on Monday and then I went to bar prop on Wednesday and they're like, Oh, the latest home team member, <laughs> Tony Augustine. I was just like, Oh God, yeah, you know, that little bit of pressure. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and, and then I had two sets that I thought were like, ah, oh, they're not very good, you know? And just like, but it's like, can't worry about that. You no, know what no, I mean? No, 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 but like at the end of the day, it's like, you have to have fun. You know, yes. that's it. That's it. I just go, I'm like, I'm going to have fun. Fuck everybody else. Yeah. You know? Well, that's a big, that's a thing that people have to deal with. Like, and not talk about you in particular, but yeah. like, with like getting famous and stuff. Like, <laughs> like, I hate all this. Why are you saying, using these things? This is not fame, Tom. No, I know. But like, you still are getting recognition within the community. Yeah, that's like true. That. I was surprised at how much, like I was really, it was very touching, actually, how many, like, people, like, reached out to me, people from improv that I haven't heard from in yeah. years. Like, family members. Like, my cousin Tess, uh, shout out, who's never even seen me perform. She's like, <laughs> but she's heard me talk about, you know, she's like, hey, it's a big deal, you know, yeah. congratulations. In, in, in contrast, my parents, who are in India right now on vacation, uh, they have no, like, they're immigrants, you know, and they have some concept. They see me perform, but yeah. mostly in scripted stuff, and... You know, they don't have a concept of what, you know, it means. And it's funny, they're religious, you know, like we're Catholic. And uh, I was trying to, like, use these analogies of, like, she's like, so what is, like, so you're getting paid now? I'm like, no, I'm not getting paid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'm like, uh, and she's like, so what exactly? I'm like, okay, imagine, like, uh, 
uh, like imagine you're a priest, you know, like there's a bunch of priests, and like it's like I was a priest, and then they voted me to become a cardinal, you know, and just like wow, you know, and I'm like, okay, maybe not a cardinal, yeah, maybe a bishop. She's like, still, you know, but it was so funny, like that analogy. Yeah, yeah, that's how she uh, understood. uh, Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's I'm, you know, like I said, I'm very honored. It's like a a select group, and they're all like, you know, you know, like you see. You know, it's like everybody on there is strong. You yeah. know what I mean? It's In just their own like, way. Uh, yeah. No, I love that. If you haven't, uh, go see the home team Monday nights, $5 at the Planet Black Box. Yeah, they've been doing box. it for, what, like 15 years yeah. or something like that? Uh, yeah. uh, I'll be there this Monday. Well, I mean, actually, I probably will be there. I have to be now. Nah, you I have know, to be. Like, yeah, well, right you don't have to be. There. No, but I want to be. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, I mean, that's one thing. It's like attendance with the home team has been down in recent yeah. years. You know, yeah. So. But, you know, that's just part of getting older and, like, having, like, more, you know, things to do in life, you know? I know. But they're so great to watch. If you ever get an opportunity, if you have a Monday night, eight o'clock, uh, there's always a guest team. Five bucks, BYOB. Yeah. You mm-hmm. can't. Well, don't it. say that. Don't say that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not. Yeah. It, it's a gray area, yeah. you know. So they're not allowed to advertise BYOB. Oh, yeah, yeah. But mm, you know, all right. Yeah. So it's Hamtramck. Nothing's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. This is a great podcast about sports, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I know. No, I'm just saying we're not talking very much about sports. I feel bad. I feel like I'm like uh, oh, no. hijacking. Uh, no. Okay, good. Okay, good. I'm excited to have you on in your background. Yeah. And, uh, because I want to promote this place too. The, okay, uh, great. The community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I haven't really maybe done that as much as I'd like to. So you're the perfect guy. Oh, okay, to good. Yeah. Talk about that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, dude. I'm, I was so excited. I was a little nervous to have you on. Oh, really? Why? I don't know. I mean, well, we've talked before. I know. Uh, but like when I when I listened to the journalism podcast with yeah. you and Andy and just knowing your background oh, and okay. being a writer for so long and like I had no idea you had this type of background. For okay. So, long. so what did you think I did? I really don't know. Oh, okay. That's I just fine. thought, you know, you were just around and you yeah, probably yeah, did yeah. media stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Okay. Uh, that's marketing or something. Yeah. I mean, that's what I do now, basically, media consulting. So, okay. yeah, yeah. Like writing and editing from home for like mostly computer companies, you yeah. know. But you were for the Detroit Free Press? Uh, Detroit News, but Detroit everybody News. makes that mistake, you know. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, like even my family for the first couple of years to work there, they would say the free the Free Press, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, which is fine. But yeah, I was a I started out in Seattle as a copy editor. I moved to for seven years. I moved to Detroit, where where I'm from. Uh, was a copy editor. Then uh, I learned page design. I learned uh, like web, uh, you know, working on the website, which is my that was my real goal. Like in Seattle, I would have just it was a whole weird union thing, you know, because online was non-union. But anyway, uh, then I wrote a humor column for a while, and then I had humor, like a photo humor blog, where I just, like, it's still going on. It's called uh, Sideline Satire. Or not Sideline Satire. What is it called? Uh, Jesus Christ, I can't even remember what Maybe it's called. Maybe that's anymore. what I saw. Uh, it's, like, where I just write funny makeup cut lines to photos, you know? Okay. Uh, and it became a real popular thing on Detroit News. It's still there. Uh God, what? A, why, I can't believe I forgot the name of that thing. It I invented, yeah, and but it's still there on like the front page, and it's very popular. Uh, but yeah, like that kind of stuff. So I always was able to incorporate humor, you know. And actually, yeah. a lot of what I learned about humor, uh, because sports is very funny. You know what I mean? Like that's oh, yeah. what it's a great job. I mean, I, I worked 14 years, probably until the year I went into management. It was like the last year and a half. I really loved the job, you know. Yeah. Even though, I mean, I think you have to because. 
journalism, sports journalism especially, it's like nights and weekends and holidays, you yeah. know, because all the other days people are off, like Thanksgiving. Like, you don't get Thanksgiving. Nope. The Lions are playing, you yep. know. Yeah. Uh, you know, you don't get Christmas off. There's NBA, you know, stuff. Yeah. So especially if you're low on the totem pole. But there's a lot of downtime in between, you know. So, I mean, we, like, watch TV all day and just, like, talk about just yeah. random shit, you know, yeah. and just, like, uh, like make weird bets and, like, <laughs> just the weirdest things would happen in sports, you know. And also – like I talked earlier uh, at the top about, it does make you more jaded, you know? Yeah. Like, and I think I talked about this on Andy's podcast. It's like, when I was like growing up, I was a big fan of like all sports Michigan. Like I followed uh, Michigan basketball. That was like the Fab Five era when oh, I was coming up. Right. Uh, you know, the Pistons, uh, the Tigers, the Red Wings, I followed it all, you know? Anything Michigan, like I root for, even Michigan State. Like, not that I hated Michigan State, but I love Michigan, okay. you know? Uh, and... Then just working in the business over the course of 14 years, like you hear, there's so many stories like you'll never hear. I can't even say I'm here. You yeah, know what I mean? Uh -huh. Just about players and coaches, like, you oh, know, yeah. fucking around on their wives oh. and then talking about how, like, moral they are. You know <laughs> what I mean? And then the way, you know, there's a real, it's just there's so much hypocrisy that goes on, especially in the college game, you know, talking about, like, oh, they're kids. Oh, you know, God. these are just kids. It's like, yeah. But you treat them as slaves. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh. It's just like when you when you think about the ratios of like, you know, the N, the NCAA is making billions of dollars, you know, and coaches are getting paid millions of dollars. And then to see these kids struggling to get by, it's free labor. Wait, you know, Zion makes millions, right? Oh, no. You know, like uh, he the only way Zion. OK, here's the thing. <laughs> this is the truth. The only way Zion Mil uh, Williamson would make millions, like remember there was a big incident where his shoe exploded, uh -huh, you know, yeah. and he hurt his knee. Uh, if that had been a catastrophic knee injury, he would have made millions, but only because he has an insurance, insurance policy. policy yeah. Himself, yep. A lot of the top players, I don't know if people know, are allowed by the NCAA to take out uh, big insurance policies against future earnings. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that, to me, that is, you know, that shows the hypocrisy, uh, yeah. hypocrisy right there. We have that insurance. Like, why can't they just make their money? Yeah. Like, I, I, uh, I've already talked about this previously. Sure, I'm like, sure. Yeah, yeah. Pay the kids. Yeah, I'm. Stop saying it's for the school. Blah blah blah. It's such hypocrisy. It's and such moralizing, you know, and yeah. uh, and really in college, especially, they, there's this real deification of coaches. You know what I mean? Oh, it's yeah. like, oh, like Mike Shersevsky, Tom Izzo, you know, but it's like. And like, oh, we pay it's Nick Saban. Like, we pay these coaches all these millions of dollars. But it's like, it's not them. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, anybody who has ever been coached, you know what I mean? Um, look, we've had great teachers, you know what I mean, in yeah. improv. Even take that for example. But uh, without the talent, you know, you can't, like, the people, like, on the home team or whatever, or even that are in a play, you know, or they're not there because they were coached into greatness. Yeah. You know, like definitely guided by a lot. But without those people, like, look, think of it this way. Take the NCAA. If you took away all the players versus if you took away all the coaches, <laughs> which one would continue? Exactly. The players would st – I've already been saying this. Yeah. Start another league. Yeah. Start an – why – why? Well, there are schools that have threatened about this, like the talking With about the Northwestern opting, uh, or unionizing, or that's not different. just that, but just opting out of the NCAA. Screw it. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Like, how is this allowed? There's articles on the history of the NCAA, you know, yeah. and how I forgot the name of the guy, but they basically kind of appointed themselves the head of the college operation. Yeah. And they said, well, we're going to penalize you for this, and then. Uh, the first per like school that got penalized accepted it, and that kind of was like the root of their power. But they really have no 
authority. You know, yeah. it's like it's just sort of like this weird agreement among yeah. all the schools, you know. Yeah. But it's not like and the problem is it's almost it's like distribution. They control everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But players don't realize the power they have, yeah. you know. And with everything, it's like the real problem is not the stars, it's the players that are just going through to get an education, you know. And yeah, this yeah. is an argument that NCAA makes uh -huh. is like, well, they don't deserve anything because it's like, well, they're getting paid tuition and they're not going to make a career of it. But really, it's those people that will affect the change. It's just like anything, yeah. you know. It's like if you talk about any issue like sports or politics, like there's always this group of people that are like very passionate. Mm -hmm. But those aren't the people that affect the change you, until, yeah, I mean, not, not affect the change, but actually um, make it happen. It's the people like the rank and file, yeah. you know. Like when you reach those people, that's yep. when things change. Yeah. Those, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I see it happening sometime though. I, I feel like there should be another. Maybe, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, why do they have to go to school? Like I'm not saying school is yeah, a good well, thing. Yeah. Well, this is another joke too. So like uh, a lot of these players, you know, for uh, let's say you're a football player and you're gonna go enter the draft, you're an NBA player. This is already like as we speak, this is happening. Uh, are we good on time? Yeah. Okay. I was making sure it was recording. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. I've done that, I mean, famously on my uh, po my old podcast where I, like, I thought I was recording. Yeah, that's a horrible feeling, by the way. Actually, the episode with Andy Reid, we had to re-record, like, uh, I think, like, 20-some minutes, you know? Really? Thank God it was Andy because it was, like, he's a pro about it. So yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah. you know, interviewing. The rest of the guys were all laughing at me. You know, if you listen to that episode, it was uh, like, oh, really, Tony? Because I'm re-asking questions. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, you know, oh. but, yeah, yeah. So, but, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like, right now, there are players like that aren't in the NCAA tournament, you know what I mean, uh, or like football players mm -hmm. that are in the draft. They've stopped going to classes yeah. because nothing's gonna happen to them. It's like they, you don't they don't have to worry about their eligibility or anything. Yeah, they don't care. And it's just like like I said that that just highlights the hypocrisy. And I think it, it's fine. It's like don't um, and you know I think a lot of it has to do with race, frankly. You okay. know. Uh, like there are, for example, you know, like, you know, baseball players is more mostly white, you know, signing like contracts, yeah. you know, like while they're in school or like, uh -huh. you know, foregoing options, you know what I mean? To like go to school, but they're still attached to the team. Uh, think about tennis players, how young they are, you know, but some reason for, uh, for some reason, uh, hockey players, you know what I mean? Getting oh, yeah. drafted very young and playing, but for some reason the, the NFL is like, well, you have to be, you know, like 18, you know, to to play the game, otherwise it'll damage your body. They don't care about your or, body. Or, no, you got to be 21 or whatever. Yeah, right? something like that. Yeah, be, something like go, that, yeah. You have to have three years of college. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, it's such, uh, like, even the guy, the uh, the Clemson quarterback, you know, yeah. uh, that won this year. I forgot his name, but. Uh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, but, I mean, really he good. like, people said if he went for, uh, if he entered the draft right now, he'd be the consensus number one pick. Yeah. He was a freshman this year, true yeah. freshman. But it's like, no, he has to play two more years two of college, years. which is, a whole, like, ridiculous. Yeah. There's no other sport where that happens, you know what I mean? And, uh, I mean, no, except for the NFL, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I, I honestly think race has a big thing. Uh, sure. It's a big factor. Yes. I, I can, well, uh, have you ever seen the – you ever watched South Park? Yeah. You see the crack baby one? Oh, a long time ago. Yeah, but it was basically the same type of thing or whatever. Yeah. It's like, yeah, just getting these young athletic kids can make you millions and stuff. Yeah. And so, like, that's a long answer to why I feel, like, more jaded about sports, just seeing how, like, how uh, front offices, like, yeah. operate and just, like, how they treat not just the media, but, like, their feelings. They don't care about Like, they say, oh, we care about the fans. They don't care about the fans. No. They care about money, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, and, and it's part of the problem of, like, fans and society is, like, they – 
you know, they pin their hopes and dreams. They tie their self-worth up in teams. So you sad. Know? It is sad. But, I mean, it's a lot, you know, it's that has more a, a commentary on our culture than anything else. Look, I look at sports as entertainment, yes. you know. But at once upon a time, I did tie it into my self-worth. I remember when the Pistons, like, lost to the Spurs in the NBA Finals. I was just like, I couldn't talk to anybody for a day, you uh, know. Like, yeah. I would just go, I'd be, like, grieving. I'd be like, <laughs> oh, God, you know, like. I just felt so bad when Michigan would lose to Ohio State, you yeah. know, all those years, those dark, dark years that are yeah. still continuing. Like, oh, my God. But now I'm just more like, yeah, you know, it's like uh, it's like I saw a bad movie, well, you know. We're both Lions fans. Oh, God. Yeah, I would say, uh, unfortunately, I'm a Lions fan. Yeah. It's the one team, the sport, I still follow regularly. Uh, I mean, I'm going to casual stuff with the other uh, sports now, but the NFL. And uh, it's... Yeah, it's just depressing. I'm in know? the process of trying to sell my fandom. Oh, really? Yeah. So I went to, uh, right around Christmas time, I went to the Minnesota game, Lions versus Minnesota. Okay. And where we, like, gave up that Hail Mary at halftime or whatever. Oh, God, it was yeah. just. But before that game, I was already, like, on Twitter. I don't have any Twitter followers. But yeah, yeah. I was trying well, to, like, not with that attitude. <laughs> shout out your Twitter handle. Well, uh should know it better steiner19 you don't even know your twitter handle I told, i'm new to like i haven't been on twitter a ton. oh okay how long like i've been on it but i haven't like now oh, used I'm, it i yeah i haven't used oh, it forever, I see. so i'm okay. starting to use it right now okay. so watch out for the fumbling around twitter yeah twitter yeah handle. that where you're gonna start I'm i'll gonna follow start. you i don't use twitter but you oh, know, okay i use it for work that's it uh gosh you're gonna get me sidetracked yeah yeah oh sorry uh what are we talking about? Uh, sports lines. Lines. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, right now it's $10, Chet, uh, to be a Jaguars fan. Oh, okay. So, but I was, I was tweeting during the Minnesota game and just uh, talking about how bad they were going to blow it and suck. And before they even did it, and then I was trying to sell my fandom. Okay. So, so Chet has put up $10? Yeah, $10 right now to be a Jaguars fan. Okay. How is he a Jaguars fan? He's not. He just wants. Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Which, I mean, it can't be worse than the Lions. Well, uh, I don't know. Like, the Browns were doing a good job there for yeah, a while. Yeah, they're and we'll like, see now with Baker Mayfield, yeah. And they just got Odell Beckham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, they're looking good. They're, like, the favorite right now. Yeah, they're, the I mean, they're, yeah, they're an exciting team. But, again, it's all about how personal it works together. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, for sure. Uh, but, yeah, the Lions, look, Matt Patricia, he did a real douchey thing, I thought, during the season uh, as a coach. You know, at first there was all those rape allegations things first off, yes. you know, uh, which, you know, nothing came of it. No. But the fact that the Lions didn't find that. On a, yeah, because, they, you know, the NFL likes to talk about we do deep research on all our candidates, our players during the draft. They don't do shit. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, that's like it's almost comes with the territory of football. Like, it's yeah. such a masculine, dominant. Yeah. Well, and also, it thinks so highly of itself. You know oh what I mean? You'll God, notice yeah. even, and, you know, the media plays into it. It's like the National Football League. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they say, like, or, you know, they'll they'll say out the whole words yeah. instead of the NFL. How about Ka Colin Kaepernick getting paid out? Well, that's really surprising to me, you know, because I thought he had a fair amount of money. He The settlement was less than $10 million. I thought it was. No. He got less. His lawyer said this like last week, I think. Really? Yeah, the money he got was less than ten million dollars. Uh, and so I'm like, why, why not hold the NFL's feet to the fire? You know? Yeah. In a case, unless he thought he wouldn't win. But even if he didn't, you know, like, um, yeah, that that really surprised me. The fact that he settled. You know, it's yeah. basically the NFL's paying money for him to go away, and that didn't seem to be his message early yeah. on. Like, ownership is just. In sports is weird. Like, uh, sort of baseball, I just found, I was reading an article about how 
uh, the owners get together and they give like an award to the owner who did the best in like arbitration. Yeah, like, like a cha- it's an actual championship belt. Apparently. Yeah, yeah, I saw that headline too. But it just shows you how much they don't you care. know give a shit and they how, how they view the players. Money. Yeah, it's all money. And that's what I would say to people. It's like, you know, oh, they care. It's like, they don't care. They, they don't care about care. money. They and care about money. It starts with the Ford family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, the William Clay Ford was basically given, I mean, this is not speculation, but kind of unofficial history. The Lions were like his consolation prize for not running Ford. Yeah. You know, and because he didn't, you know, wasn't highly regarded and didn't do a good job, you know. And his policy basically was, if he liked you, uh, then you could stay. Matt Millen? Yeah. Well, that's exactly right. You know? Like, Matt Millen was a terrible GM that never had any experience. He was a player. Yeah. You know? He didn't have any front office experience. And they made him run the team. And he ran it. In, I mean, you can't even say he ran it into the ground. He just continued. <laughs> do, but he's, like, particularly heinous, you know? Yes. But William Clayford, you know, liked him. And their scouting department was consistently, you know, uh, underperformed, oh like God. they had not fired a person like in years, you know, like until I think Quinn took over. Whoever, who's the guy before Quinn? I forget now. Uh, who was before Quinn? He's a guy. He was like Millen's, uh, but that was another thing. Like when Millen, oh, yeah. like when Millen was oh, yeah. fired, they replaced him with his uh, his right hand man. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's just like what, Mayhew yeah. or something. Or? Yeah, Martin Mayhew. That's May- right. Yeah. Um. So. Again, like I've said this before, the Lions, I don't think, when they talk about culture, I don't think the Lions will be a winning team as long as the Ford family owns that team. You know, uh, it's just a culture of like not not being responsible. And now what they're doing too. So anyway, with Matt Patricia, he had this thing where uh, he came into a meeting, you know, and told uh, uh, a reporter like, well, you're slouching down. I don't like that. You know, I'm just like, uh, dude, you're dressed like fucking Hagar the Horrible. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. don't talk about, like, you know, decorum and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, what a game first. Yeah. Well, not just that, but it's also, like, you're not presenting yourself no, exactly. in, like, in a yeah. professional manner. So don't, like, expect that. The second thing I think they're doing, which I think teams do, especially, like, I mean, I'm not, this is not me discovering shit, but, uh, like, the Patriots. You know, like, people trying to sign away the Patriots players and, and thinking that that's going to... Um, bring them winning. You bring them winning. Th- I mean, look, maybe they will. You know, maybe yeah. Flowers and, uh, you know, Quinn and Patricia and all that stuff yeah. is going to help. But history shows that that doesn't happen. No, nope. the, pa- the Patriots have lost so many players, yep. you know, to other teams. And very rarely has that, like, panned out, meaning in terms, like, it hasn't led to um, championships like the way the Patriots have no. or even success. Because the Patriots are a system team. Yes. Not to say Tom Brady is a system quarterback. You know, like, hey, he went to Michigan. I root. I I did root for Tom Brady until, I don't know, his politics sort of turned me off, or okay. just like not even his politics, but just like the way of his lack of like not acknowledging it. Like, yeah, if you're yeah. a Trump fan, say you're a Trump fan. If you're not, say not. You yeah. know what I mean? Don't make stupid little you know like comments about that. Uh, about oh, I don't know. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm going to put his hat in my locker and stuff. Uh, but you know, the Patriots are a system team it's about belichick you know yeah. even it's it's all about belichick yeah. and that that shadow figure that used to yeah. work for them you know uh, i forgot his name you can look him up but he was like this guy that was like uh he was like a stat guy that would help belichick like pick you know oh, okay yeah i think he was involved in that video game thing but uh you know pro- probably as a general manager you know de facto general manager bill belichick's greatest skill is uh identifying inefficiency you know so like in stock terms and financial terms if it's an inefficient market meaning like there's an advantage here somebody is being something or some 
asset is being undervalued. Yep. He's really good at finding like second, you know, third rounders yep. and making them into stars. And he's also used to let, uh, he's also basically anticipating that he's going to lose those players to free agency. He's not going to mm -hmm. pay money. Mm -hmm. Like General uh, Electric back in their heyday under Jack Welch. Um, they became very good at, like, all their managers would become superstars, you know, and they'd lose them to other people. Yep. So rather than saying we're going to pay more to our managers, Jack Welch is like, well, we're going to get in the business of developing great managers. Yep. And that's another thing. Very, it's rare to have a team, like, unless it's like the Yankees that'll pay the luxury tax or whatever, yeah. to develop a championship team or, cha like, whether, especially in baseball, without developing talent. Yes. You know, like, think about... Uh, the Tigers, they, their farm has yeah. not been great. You teams, know? teams can't go out and buy championships. Yeah, like you can't. Any sport anymore. No. The Red Wings used to be able to do it. They'd go get Brett Hall and Shanahan, like go yeah. sign these guys. And then once they instituted the cap, you see what, you know, yeah. their success. You know, though, even though, uh, who's that later, latest guy? The guy that's really fast, like, uh, and he's like a, has a Greek name. Larkin? Like, no, like Anna. Well, Larkin is great, but like Anna Tansios or whatever. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, probably. but he's, I was watching clips of him. That dude's fast. They and, got uh, some good young players. Yeah, yeah. But I want them to keep losing so they could go get the first pick. Overall. Yeah, but haven't they won like six in a row or something crazy saw, like that? Yeah, they, they keep winning. I know. It's a dumb team like, thing. But, ah. I mean, that's good and bad. It's like, I, I don't like tanking either. But anyway, going back to the Patriots and the stuff, yeah. is like, you have to, it's for anything. You know, it's very hard to, uh, be successful without developing talent from the inside because and also by learning to develop from the inside you strengthen the structure of your organization yes and the longevity of how good you're going to be yeah like, they don't just have like a lot of teams will have a short window like well we yeah. got to win now or something no patriots yeah. are year yeah year think out. about their window is yeah. basically ever since tom brady became quarterback you yeah. know well, even we got hurt uh matt yeah. castle comes in you know yeah the next guy yeah and you know like a lot of people say when brady retires belichick might retire too uh, I hope he doesn't just because, like, I think it's, like, I mean, I like Tom Brady a yeah. lot, but there's always this debate about, well, would it be uh, if it wasn't for who's, like, if it wasn't yeah. for Belichick or was it wasn't for yeah. Brady? Like, Same thing can with they, the Pate Manning and Marvin Harrison. Type yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Reggie like, Wayne. Yeah, do you need the other? But the fact, I believe it's it's really about Belichick. If it wasn't Brady, it was going to be somebody else, yeah. you know. Uh, and But, yeah, that's what the Lions don't have. And it sucks. No. But it's like, if you don't know that you need that, how are you going to develop it? I just think there's this idea that I think they're just looking at it all wrong. And again, I'm a lay person. I don't know about the NFL, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, it just statistically, you know, the fact the Lions have not been to a Super Bowl. They haven't had a playoff win in so many years. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people blame Matt Stafford. But I'm like... No. It's just, it's the system you're yeah. in, you know? I mean, he's not the best quarterback, but yeah. he's still, I mean, worst quarterbacks have done a lot more. Yeah. So you I'm going to blame him. Yeah. And it's like Eric Ebron, you know, like, oh, what a bust. He oh goes to Indianapolis gosh. and he's like, oh, I mean, that that is not an old, a new story. That's no. over and over people that have gone to other teams e and like their are Ebron's a poker yeah. player. Hmm? Ebron's a poker player. I oh, played, is he? I, I didn't know that. In Greek town. Oh, no shit. Oh, yeah. He took some okay. money off me. Oh, really? Yeah. What stakes were you playing? Uh, one two no limit or whatever. oh he's playing at one two no limit yeah interesting oh yeah okay. I tried to get aggressive on him it was probably a bad move yeah I especially usually, with an athlete I'm, yeah so was he a good player or I, were you just too aggressive I was too aggressive okay so I tried to edge him out of a pot okay I yeah I have, I have a group of friends from that I used to work with at the Seattle Times uh, we go to Vegas every year uh, okay and like that's our reunion and we like play a lot of poker and, okay. Uh, yeah, I do some other stuff, but also I'll gamble other stuff, but just to be social with my friends, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. I If I had my choice, I'd just play nothing but poker the whole time. Nice. Uh, so. You ever played the World Series of Poker? No, no, I'm not that level. My, uh, 
you could be. I mean, it, okay, no I guess I anybody could go. I'm a I'm a conservative. Like I look at gambling as like I you know what I guess they call edge player. You know, like it's yeah. just like if I feel I have a good chance to win, yeah. I feel like I can hold my own at a one-two table. Yeah. Uh, depending on the casino. Yeah. Well, depending on the table. Yeah. Like who the did? Aria, I've gotten I've lost hundreds of dollars in minutes at the Aria poker room, which is the nicest <laughs> in Vegas, but it also attracts the most like I guess sharks or whatever. Yeah. You well, call. like if you can't spot the fish at the table. Yeah, it's you. I would say I'm like an intermediate player. Okay. You know, like I'm pretty good. I overall in my life I've won way more than I've lost. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I've still lost. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, I when I was in high school with poker with Chris Moneymaker. Uh, yeah, I was won. in I was in my first year of uh, at the Seattle Times actually. That's uh, where I learned. Like, cause in Seattle they have like uh, card houses, okay. like just sort of little mini casinos yeah. along the road. And uh, I would go. We would go there before, like, because we worked at night. So we go for like a tournament that starts at three o'clock, and by the time it ends, we go into work and work till like two in the morning. Okay. So. Yeah. I dealt poker at a charity poker room. Uh, oh, okay. My brother actually dealt. He he's dealt for a couple of years at the World Series of Poker. No shit. He dealt and he played last year. I'm thinking about going this year. For ten thousand dollars? Well, there's different. There's different. Uh, yeah, yeah, but like, like smaller yeah, ring like tournaments. Ones and stuff yeah, like yeah. That. I've considered doing that, but I also feel like I'm not good enough. Like I'm just gonna lose my money. You know? I feel like I could. Yeah. It's. I mean, uh, shit, if you're spending $1,000 on ba- fantasy baseball, you can spend $1,000 on uh, <laughs> poker. Uh, well, I would I would probably want to try to get some sponsors or something like that. Oh, like, like have people stake you? Yeah, yeah. So with staking, for people that don't know, it's like people just buy a share of whatever you might win. So if the entry fee for the uh, World Series of Poker is like $10,000, yeah. then like they'll say, well, I'll I'll buy half of your buy-in for $5,000. Yeah. Yep, and then you just split whatever you guys Yeah, a lot of the – actually, a lot of the past winners uh, have been staked. You know? Yeah, for sure. And another thing they do is uh, when they get to the final table that a lot of people don't know is like a lot of times they will agree uh, privately to split the prize split money the prize no matter money what. And they're just yeah. playing for the title. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I've play, yeah, I played a lot of baseball or baseball, poker. Yeah. Uh, I grew up on it. Like my grandma was teaching me when I was like three and four. And oh, stuff OK. Like wow. That. So are you good at math? Uh yeah, uh quick numbers and stuff like, like can you that. Ca- calculate like pot odds in your yeah. head pretty oh, fast? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that stuff's like easy. Or like, like probability of like yep. suck out. See, I'm bad at that, yeah. so I can't do calculus. I had to stop with calculus, but you don't need calculus for this. Yeah, thing. I stopped at fractions. So no. fifth so, grade, I'm like, oh, I'm bad at math now. My mom made me like do like multiple t- my multiple tables like before my teacher did, like taught them to me. Oh yeah, my like parents that. did too. So I was always like ahead in math or whatever. Oh okay. Just at an early age, so I don't know if I was innately good or if I was just practice to be good and then like i was always just that's a good yeah good question nature and nurture yeah yeah probably both a little bit Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh but yeah i love i love playing poker it's just it takes a lot of time it takes so much time and patience and i just don't have the time anymore yeah i agree and also it's like you don't want to get to like i used to play a lot of poker like at casinos or card houses when i was in seattle yeah but when i came here i actually the detroit news building at the time was just like right down the street from the mgm every night when i left work but it's also like I don't know. I don't want to get into, you know, uh, that thing. You know, like I've worked with gambling addicts, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like it's not a pretty sight. No. So it's just like I don't need it that much. You know, it's like it's fun to play, but I always like I rarely play in Detroit. Yeah. Uh, even like home games, because uh, I don't really know many people that play poker. Actually, I don't know if you have a regular home game, but I haven't played like I used to have a regular home game that I play with in Seattle and here. I play with some guys from the news, and I still do once in a while. Like Tony Paul, he's a reporter for the news, and he uh, 
he still puts together poker games every once in a while. But yeah, I don't have a regular game. I used to have like a home game all oh, the yeah? time. Oh my god. And home games are fun. And what's so funny about it is the buy-in is usually a lot smaller. Like yeah, we'd yeah. have like a ten dollar buy-in when I played in Seattle. Yeah, yeah. And then we'd have to see each other the next day at work. You know, uh, so we'd like get out the shift. You know, play at two, play till like six in the morning, and then go home and sleep, and then come to work the next day. But you would have like, you know, you would be. I've been much more like angrier, uh, angrier, and like bummed out about losing ten, twenty dollars <laughs> than I was about losing hundreds of dollars at a casino. Because you're just like, because you know the guy, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You know, and just like fuck. You but know? if it's ten dollars, it's not even like I, I don't even play the same way. Like if it's like ten bucks, it has to like I don't know. It has to like be worth my while. Like would it like I'll be at my yeah. To me, like when it, the home game is more about the competition of it. You know what I mean? I don't. Yeah, yeah I know people say, well, the real competition is money, blah blah blah. Yeah, but yeah. maybe that's why I'm not more of a poker <laughs> player. You know? Like uh, we play like we play like at my like mom's Christmas party or something. My brother and his girlfriend. Like I'm I'm just I'm like not playing my right. Yeah. I'm having fun. So is your brother like a full time dealer? Yeah, he. I mean, he deals four days a week or whatever. Where does he? So he lives in Vegas, or no? He he. Uh, he was in. He just goes out there sometimes for the World Series of Poker tournament yeah. and stuff because it's like a whole month or like. Yeah, five, yeah. Six it's like strippers for the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know? <laughs> they uh, fly in. But uh, he's like going to school, like a skilled trade. But like uh, he's does four days a week. I mean, he makes. He makes but where? Where does he do four days a week? Uh, gosh. Is that a charity room or a casino? It's a charity room in Livonia. It's oh, in a bowling okay. alley. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, a lot Planet of them are. Ant needs to go there and like because like. Not profits could go there and like they run it or whatever. Yeah. And they, they, they get like so much money. Like you could get like a thousand bucks or something. Oh, really? For like running it for the day or two days or but something. But do you have to pay for the privilege of running it for the day? Nope. Oh, okay. No, yeah. It's, oh, yeah, because they have to give it to like. Uh, not, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't like just make a ton of money off. Yeah, yeah. Your own, like, poker. And also, I've stayed away from charity rooms because I've heard too many like stories, you know, like shady things about because it's just not regulated. Like, you yeah. know, it, like there's no, I, I, I don't know if there are cameras. I don't think so, but there's so many chances for like collusion. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. I used to deal. I dealt there for a little Yeah, that's bit. what I mean. Like, uh, so did you see that stuff? I or didn't. maybe not talking about the place you worked at, but just like in general. No, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, but you've heard of it. I mean, you've always got to be when you're yeah. dealing with gamblers. You you you've always yeah. got to be skeptical. Like otherwise, again, you're gonna get you're gonna be the fish. We're gonna take advantage of you. Yeah. Know? Well, like in Seattle and here too. Like back in the day, they would have Craig, Craigslist ads. Like, hey, come to our home game. You know. <laughs> like uh, I knew a guy that uh, somebody tried to rob their home game and like shot a bunch of people. Oh you my know. Gosh. Yeah. This yeah. is in Detroit. So I got uh, a set up. Not like that. Uh, yeah. My brother worked at a place, so and uh, a guy came in with a gun. Yeah. Uh, made everybody get down and stuff, or robbed him at Momo's, yeah. the other place he worked at. He doesn't work there anymore. Yeah. Uh, but, like, when I was younger, I remember two kids playing me pretty well, uh, but they were bigger than me, so and nobody had my back. So we're playing. And have you ever played, what is it called, where you put the card on your head so everybody else could see your card? Oh, isn't it, like, bullshit or something like that? Or, uh, or Liar's Poker, right? Something. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure it has many names. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so I had a jack, and there was a huge ass pot, like yeah. sixty bucks or something for like mm-hmm. high school kids or something. Yeah. And I have a jack, and everybody sees my jack. Like I'm out, I'm out. It's, I mean, the only cards that beat it are a queen and a king, because I believe ace is low. Yeah. And it goes to like the last guy, and he's like, oh, "I'm in." And he had a king, of course. Yeah. And uh, his buddy had to have kicked him. I'm positive. Oh yeah, so yeah. Like, yeah. hey, dude, you got this or whatever. And no, everybody knew it. Yeah. But nobody could say anything to these two guys because they're two of the bigger guys. And yeah. So I had to, de- I had to deal with that. I had to pay the pot. I was pretty pissed this off. This is why I don't like playing, you know, oh, yeah. like uh, quote unquote, you know, like pro style games like that where you don't know the people. Like I play with friends. And yeah. I play in a casino. Well, this was in high school. We were friends. 
the two bigger guys were your yeah. friends? Yeah, well, they weren't necessarily exactly. my friends. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's exactly what I mean. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't want to deal with that shit. Yeah. And I don't. I guess I don't love poker enough to do that. I mean, I don't even know it's a question of love. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's just like, I don't want to deal with that shit. It's entertainment, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, it's entertainment. It's not like I want to, you know, and I played like, uh, you know, I remember once I was playing at a home game. And it was like, yeah, my cousin's coming. He's a pro player. And, like, we wiped the floor with him, you know, yeah. or I did, you know, yeah, but it's yeah. like, and then he was, you know, he's not a pro player anymore. But that's what I mean. It's like, <laughs> that's the weird thing about poker is, like, you can play with someone who's the best in the world and still oh. beat them. You oh, know? yeah. I the, think that's why everybody loved, like, when yeah, Chris yeah. Moneybaker won yeah. it all. Like, that yeah, was the yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, if you look at that, he made terrible fucking moves. Oh, yeah. His, his real advantage was nobody knew his style. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like that, you know, there's the famous hand with Sam Farha mm -hmm. uh, that any poker player will know. Like, I mean, that follows it. It's just yep. like where he just, like, bluffed, like, a ridiculously bad, you know, bluff. Yep. But Sam's like... I don't know enough about this guy yeah. to know if he's lying or not, and he, he folded. Otherwise, everybody would be talking about Sam yep. Harper. But like I said, I think I mean it's just like it was almost like scripted. Like his name's a moneymaker. He I won, know, you know. But what? you haven't seen him, you know. Really, he never saw that level of success again. Whereas you saw other people like uh, uh, was it David Raymer, Fossil Man. Yeah, he's like he was a respected player at the Foxwoods. He went on. Well, a lot of times, Joe Hashem guys, you know. the winners are the same winners and stuff, or like the same. Yeah, they're all it really shows you. good. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of chance, but there's still you know you see the same names rise to the top. And actually, Detroit has become like uh, they've had like what two uh, World Series of Poker winners like in the past like five years uh, the, of the the main event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, then another guy made it pretty far. You know, they've other guys from Detroit. So I don't know what it is. Maybe it's that scrappiness. Yeah, uh, poker is pretty big here. I mean, you have three casinos I have, it, and then all the charity poker rooms and stuff like that. Yeah, so. yeah. There's a lot of poker to be played around here. Absolutely. I, we used to go to, like, Sarnia, or we used to go to, like, Central Michigan. Uh, oh, uh, go gamble. yeah, yeah, yeah. Soaring Eagle? Yeah, Soaring Eagle. I, I pulled, uh, like, a 36-hour straight one wow, time. Wow, yeah. I think the most I ever played poker in Vegas was, I think I played, like, 16 hours or whatever straight. But, yeah, wow, 36. That's insane. It was crazy. Yeah. Like, you, you're, but you're you like, lose. you do lose track of time. Yeah. Like, you know, as you can tell from this podcast, my mind is all over the place. <laughs> but poker and improv are, like, the two things that... Uh, well, two of the things that like uh, I'm able to focus, you know, okay. my mind settles down. Okay. You know? it's very, I find poker very relaxing, actually, very meditative, like sitting there. I'm a tight player, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like oh, yeah. I try to be tight aggressive, you know, like the books say. Yep. And uh, well, now I think more it's it's it, aggression really is taking over poker. Yeah, you know? it's changed. Uh, so probably if we played, you would have the advantage over me because it sounds like you're a more aggressive player. No, I'm not actually. Oh, you're not? Okay. No. I'm pretty because you said you played Ebron and you're aggressive. I knew uh, it was a move I wanted to make against him. So okay, I to make a move against him. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not usually. I'm pretty tight. Yeah, yeah. I like to play premium hands and. Okay, okay. Uh, Good to know. Now I got the drop on you. Yeah, no. uh, that you sounds know, like my I'm stuff. Look, I, I look at where the button is. You know, where, where's my placement? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Yeah, button play is probably the most like for the average home game player. Button play is probably the number one thing you can do to improve your game. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because sometimes you'll get uh, it. Really does make a big. Uh, difference in where uh, your win rate, you know what I yeah. mean? Like your or the like they have apps where you can actually calculate your hourly rate, you know, oh, like yeah. what you're making and stuff. But yeah, because a lot of times you'll think, oh, this is good, but it's like if you're out of position, it's not a strong enough hand to like, yep. you know, uh, it's a good enough hand with bluff with. Yeah, we're we're getting into all the minutiae yeah, show yeah, poker, yeah. but you don't you want know. to be like the middle guy in like three people pot or something. Yeah, like exactly, exactly. You want to get people out of there. Yeah. But that's the hard thing about playing one two sometimes. Uh, uh, like in Vegas, is like you'll just bet like crazy amounts and people will call you. Yeah, you know, you're like twenty it, bucks. It can be very frustrating, just, you know. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, yeah. You, you never know what some of those people have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're just – if you haven't played with them before, you don't know. Yeah, and that's usually what it is in Vegas. So it's funny, though. I usually go for, like, about, like, four or five days at a time. So then you will get see the same people, especially oh, yeah. play at the same room. So uh-huh. then you'll get to – like, you know, but I've – yeah – it's it can be you know it's like almost like I, was, well, I don't play golf but probably people the way the way people talk about golf is like it's just like a very mental game yeah you know well it's mental but there's also a huge luck factor you yes. know oh yeah and i do believe in luck i do believe some people are lucky luckier than others which is against my personality which is usually very logical yeah that's, yeah. that's but i think there is something to that yeah like, yeah i, I have like a i have a friend mark uh who i just feel is luckier you know uh, a lot of people say that about me like, oh yeah I, I have like yeah just my mom has good luck, it seems like. With, mm-hmm. But with other things, I guess not so. Well, but. people will say I'm lucky. You know what I mean? I'll say, yeah, I guess that's true, but I'm a pessimist. So I'm always like, I'm unlucky. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. See, I'm, I, I would, I'm pretty easygoing, go-lucky type of guy. I mean, as you can see with my hearing and yeah. stuff like that, like a lot of people... Uh, my roommate Victor. That's another line you should write down. As I can see with my, as you can see with my hearing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're generating good material, Tom. Hey, you don't even not know even it. try it. Yeah. That's that's how good it is. Uh, but yeah, no, just like I don't know. I just try to look for the positives around me and move forward. Yeah. No one else. No one else feels sorry for you. That's true. Nobody gives a shit. Like, you could sit and pout all day you want, but like uh, sometimes I, I do. Yeah, and you can, mm-hmm. but it doesn't get you anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I heard you say this about journalism. It's like you got to work for it. Yeah. You got to work hard. You know, it's not naturally. Point zero one percent are naturally talented at something. Yeah. You know, God's gift. Mm-hmm. Everybody else has to work for it. Yeah. That's sports. That's poker. That's improv. That's journalism. That's teaching. Yeah. It's life. Coach. Like. Yeah. You have to. One thing is like I'm not. I mean, I feel I have a talent for comedy, but also. Uh, and I have a talent for writing, you know, I've had, but I'm a grinder, you know, yeah. I grind it out. Like if you ask people that I've worked with, they'll say, you know, uh, like I'm a workhorse, I'm a security blanket. You know what I mean? I will get things done. Like even like, you know, I do the show at the end of every month at uh, last Thursday of every month at Ant Hall Plug called uh, uh, Hello Ham Tramac. Yeah. And, you know, that show is about grinding out, you know, like the unsexy details of booking a guest, oh. scheduling a film shoot. Yeah, finding an editor, finding cameraman, you know what I mean? Like, thinking oh, yeah. up bits, you know? Because in the end of the day, like, there's, there are, I mean, I get a lot of help on that show, yeah. you know? But I have, at the end of the day, it's up to me to organize that stuff. Yeah. Like, no one's going to come to me and say, hey, we need to organize this film shoot. It's up to you. That's yeah. an unsexy start. And, like, uh, in everything, I think, especially nowadays, it's like, a lot of the, before I left journalism, a lot of the younger people, like, I talked to, they're like, I want to do long form. This has become, like, long-form journalism oh this is becoming yeah sorry (laughs) yeah yeah i forgot i forgot improv is like that too but in in journalism long form means like you know like ten thousand word pieces about this thing you know and it's like nobody starts out doing long form (laughs) you know but they all feel like that's what i do i want to work for i want to do features you know i want to work for a magazine it's like you got to grind out you got to learn how to do the fundamentals you know uh but it's like most of them are just like no i just want to jump to it and they and the funny thing is they think that that's going to happen you know and yeah. then they have, then when they have to cover like a high school like you know girls basketball game they're like what the fuck is this it's not what I <laughs> went to college for I'm like ah uh, yeah it is you know yeah. it is what you went to college for did you ever expect something more and then go to it and then figure it out it wasn't what exactly you wanted in terms of what what do you mean I guess like because uh, some people are like I want to do the you know do the thousand or thousand word ass or no, well, you know, in journalism, there is this kind of thing about, like, uh, you know how, like, people say, well, dentists are people that wanted to be doctors, and yeah. they couldn't, and I've heard that. 
there was this thing, I don't know if it's true anymore, but it's like copy editors are people that really wanted to be reporters but couldn't do it. Okay. And I never had that attitude. You know what I mean? Like I took a copy editing class in college and I really liked editing. I, lo- I still love editing more than writing, you know? Really? Editing, I write because I... I have to. You know what I mean? There's something in me that's like, I got to get this out. Okay. You know? But I don't know if I necessarily love writing, you know? Okay. Uh, but I love editing. Really? Yeah. You know? Not many people. I've not met many people. But see, that's the thing. It's like, uh, when I worked in journalism, I would say the vast majority of people that did it loved it. Like, I, I encountered very few people that were like, that were like, you know, pushing to like, let me write stories. You know what I mean? They're like, we're editors. Yeah. You know? Um, you know, it's like I, I was like compared to like polishing a diamond. You know what I mean? It's not the same as mining a diamond, but it's like uh, I get real satisfaction from like fixing okay. stuff that's fucked up, like fixing a story or like saving. I'm sure you've done like, how do I save an episode? You know what I mean? Like when we were getting interrupted, yep. uh, you know, and you're like, oh, we might not be able to finish this, but you want to be consistent and put out yeah. the show. Like I'd see you turning in your head like, do we have enough to make an episode out yeah, of this? Yeah, you know, yeah. that's editing. Like we do editing all the time without realizing yeah. it. You know what I mean? Okay. Like in our lives, it's like, you know, again, that's maybe a little like not pretentious, but more like, you know, applying it. But I tend to apply like skills I've learned in my life is like life philosophies, yeah. you know? So yeah, there's a lot of editing, you know, that, and I feel that gives me a big edge in improv. It's like knowing when to edit, knowing what to leave out, For sure. telling a story. You learn to like get the unnecessary words. I feel like my journalism career has been so helpful in my life because it's been helpful in cutting out the unnecessary parts, you that, know? That's what all the schooling I, through Planet Ant and Go Comedy has helped me do. Yeah, just cut yeah. out the uninteresting parts, get to the point. Yeah, and... I, you know, like I said, in 14 years of journalism, and I always tell people, it's like, if, because there's people that we all know, you know, uh, that, like, if you criticize them, there's people in here that they just want to be loved, you know, <laughs> uh, and if you tell them something, you know, and they'll ask you, they'll say, hey, give me your honest feedback, and yep. you tell them, and I'm very blunt, yeah. as you know, uh, and uh, I probably asked some rude questions here today, you know, maybe about your hearing or whatever. I don't know. People might hear this and be like, why'd you ask them that, you know? I mean, I don't even know what they are because I'm done, I've given up. About, yeah, I'm yeah. the same way. Like, I, I, I say things, I'm like, is that offensive? Did I? Yeah, yeah. You I know, don't know. You know when sure. you asked me I was a terrorist when I came in, I was yeah. like, that's just time, guys. Yeah, you know? just making sure. Yeah, yeah. Checking. No, that's not true. <laughs> I'm of Indian descent. That's why that's funny. So uh, so anyway, uh, or offensive, whatever you say. You yeah. can write your letters to, uh, or you can you can tweet Tom at uh, at Fumbling Around on Twitter. Yep. So. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good start going. Yeah, I know. The Twitter social comments. media that, yeah, I know. <laughs> We're on a social media push. But... Uh, like, you know, I tell them, you can't criticize me. I grew up with very critical parents. You know, child, any child of immigrants will tell you that. Yeah. You know, nothing's ever good enough or whatever. But, uh, and then I went to a job in journalism. is like, you know, like in improv, you're like, well, you could have made a better choice. Or if you write a sketch and go to like, well, I don't think it's this. Like when you, in journalism, especially working in sports, it's very blunt. It's like the editor would be like, I'd be in meetings where I'd pitch a story. And he's like, my editor would be like, that's a stupid idea. You know, in front of everybody. You know what I mean? And it's just accepted. Yeah. But it's like you learn to be like, like you talk about the cornerback, you know. Like comedy is a percentage game. Yeah. You know, that's really what it comes down to. And uh, just like baseball, I call it my hit rate. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. I want to get my hit rate up in terms of like being funny, like what I say being funny. Yeah. Like not consciously, but it's just like you are so used to getting like I've been uh, – I've taken a lot of hits. You know what I mean? A lot of punches, you know, uh-huh. in terms of like people saying – this sucks, you know, or yeah. this isn't good. Uh, and like I said, I might not be the best at something, but it's like I I am the most enduring. You yeah. know what I mean? I grind it out, yep. and I'm going to keep grinding it out, you know? And I'm going to keep – that's how you get better. Well, I appreciate – you're very uh, – what's the word? 
just responsible. Uh, oh, thanks. Yeah. Like, uh, I try to be. I was not, yeah. You're very professional. Yeah. And I was not earlier in my life. Like, my family laughs when people say, like, <laughs> oh, you know, I'm known for getting things done. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Or oh, that, you know, yeah, they're like, what? You? You know? I'm because, the yeah, I was like, my parents, my parents would always call me a quitter when I was younger, you know? They're like, the first time anything happens, you get frustrated, you quit, which is true. Like, I'd be, like, putting something together, like yeah. like a table or something, you know. Uh, and then I'd, like, I'd be frustrated with the instructions, and I'd quit, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I stopped and started many things. But it's, like, I learned that discipline. And, like, learning about humor. There's a guy called Dwight Perry uh, that works at the Seattle Times still. He's a copy editor. He would write a humor column called uh, Sideline Chatter. And it was, like, he would make the dumbest jokes in the office, like the stupidest puns. Yeah. And people that know me know I do the same thing. But the, he was the one where I finally, or that taught me that comedy is a craft. It's not like you're just like a naturally funny yeah. person. And people say, can you teach comedy? And most people will say no. I say yes if you're humble enough. Yes. You know, meaning that if you're willing to acknowledge that your judgment isn't good or that you could look at things better. But I just saw from him that he would just make these dumb jokes, but he would write the best headlines and his humor column was always funny. So I'm like, oh, he is getting into that mindset of yeah. uh, just always um, – being in that mode of like writing humor you know what i mean that's shots on goal yeah yeah take a lot of shots on goal yeah and i always thought like oh you have to wait till you're inspired you know what i mean And a lot of people think that you know there's a lot of books written on it like how to get into the flow (laughs) you know like i looked up the craziest shit about like because i would get these moments where i'd be like writing and it would just be so magical you know and i was just like rather than be like okay that just happened and you got to grind it out i'd be like how do I get to that? Back. So it's always like that. Yeah. You know, and it's not. It's like a big myth of writing and success. It's like most there are, you know, look, LeBron James, you know, one of the most talented, you know, players of his generation in history. But don't say that he has not worked super no. hard. Like to me that like a lot of people hate on LeBron James, but I'm like, look, this guy was like pegged as like the next great thing. Um, since Michael Jordan, since he was 13, yeah, 12. And he surpassed those expectations. And from what I hear, I mean, he's not a huge dick. No. You know? That's yeah. a, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. To be on that high of a pedestal at that young. And not be a total fucking asshole. You no, know, he seems like a good person, like a good-hearted person, wants to help kids. Yeah. And, and But also, like, I don't get a lot of things of, like, him being, like, a diva or whatever. I mean, there's yeah. some things, you know, like, you hear things, he's yeah, more yeah. mysterious, his organization. But, yeah, like, that's the advice to, uh, like, anybody. Just, like, you know, grind it out. Learn yeah. how to grind it out. Don't learn, don't think about, like, how do I become funnier? How do I become more talented? Uh, because that the answer is the answer you don't want to hear. It works. Yeah, grinding it out. Just learn, be a grinder. I'm a grinder. I will grind it out. Like, you know, like the the show we had our last Hello Ham Tramic on Thursday. Uh, it was a short schedule because we spent the first two weeks working on Nowheresville, you know, so nobody was really available for rehearsals or shoots yep. or anything. Not rehearsals, but shoots or pitching ideas. So it was like Kyle and I, uh, who's a co-producer on the show, Kyle O'Neill, uh, we, we grinded it out. You know what I mean? Like this past week, so busy. You know, like yeah. Monday, uh, I guess with the home team, I found out it was the home team. <laughs> I still went, you know, I went to a writer's meeting on Wednesday and then Bar Prov. Thursday, um, there was Hello Ham Tramic. A Saturday, I had Nowheresville. Uh, and I did a set of improv, and then today I'm doing this podcast here. Yeah. You know, I got up early to come to this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, well, I could do it. Like, Because when I said, told, you asked me, I was like, well, I have some availability in the coming weeks, but I'm just like, why are you, why are you doing that? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you have nothing to do on Sunday. Rehearsal is canceled. Just fucking grind it out. Well, you know? I appreciate it. Yeah, no, I pre- yeah, but I'm glad I'm here. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not like this is like, an, you know, like, oh, I don't want to get up. When I got up in the morning, I'm like, yeah, I could have always come on, you yeah. know, like, uh, Sunday. So yeah, like that's, you know, 
that's that's my advice to everybody grind it out you know like like the home team you know i made the home team and you know maybe people say well he's not the most talented or whatever you know or there's people that should have been on before him whatever, whatever. you know that's always going to happen yes but what i will say is i'm going to grind it out yeah. you know what i mean i'm going to be there i'm going to be involved yeah uh and i didn't i wasn't all the stuff I was doing before, you know what I mean? Because I'm like here a lot, you know, yeah. I plan it out, not getting paid, as my mom likes to point out. <laughs> but, you know, doing scripted shows, being available. And obviously, like, I've been incredibly fortunate, you know what I mean? Like, people uh, taking me under their wing, like Sean and Dave Davies and McGettigan and Margaret, you know, and uh, I mean, all my teachers, you know, like, but I show up, you yeah. know, what I, I show up and I just show up, but like, like, I remember reading a book on getting a job. And they said, you know, the, I think it was called like the resume shark or something. It's probably no longer in print. But he said, the focus of your job and the message you need to convey to the people hiring you is, my job is to make your job easier. And because that's what it is. Nobody yeah. wants something that creates trouble. Like, don't point out shit that sucks, which I do all the time, <laughs> but without having a solution, which I do all the time. Yeah. You know, and you kind of, so, sounds to me, you think the same way. It's like, you already talked about, like, having a vision, seeing parts of the whole, yeah. you know, leading to, like, we want to make the studio better. We want to add this. We want to do this. That's good. That's vision, you know? Yeah. Like, have vision, but have an idea. Have an idea. And, like, again, these are all lessons of improv and sports, too. It's like, be adaptable, yeah. you know? Uh, especially when you're working at, at the beginning, you're not going to have the resources you, you want. No. It's not going to turn out how you want. And that stopped me for a long time. Of Like, yeah. I wanted to make short films. I wanted to do this. But, yeah. it, like, I could never get it on the paper as it, like it was in my head, yeah. you know? And journalism taught me that is, like, you got to grind out. It's a percentage game. Yep. Most of the headlines I write are not memorable, you know? But some of them are. I won an award for, you know? Uh, you know, like, all the... Uh, and I feel like I'm uh, to a point now, humor-wise, where... You know, I have an ability to make people laugh, you know, like that's not that's subjective. You know what I mean? Like some people won't laugh, you know, like evangelical <laughs> Christians might not like me, you know, For sure. but it's like my hit rate is real up there. You yeah. know what I mean? Compared to even just like in conversation or whatever, you know, it's yeah. just like but it's not like a thing like, oh, I'm but it becomes then the flow does come. You yeah. know what I mean? Like like uh, the best compliment you can get, I think, is like a comedian or someone a humorist is like, oh, I know you didn't just make that up. Yeah. I've heard that many times. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, uh, and it's like, I did make it up. But yeah. it's like, other people think of it as like in, you know, like, oh, well, you must be just thinking all the time. Like, how am I going to be funny? How am I going to be funny? It's like, no, you just like make yourself laugh, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, and that stuff just comes, it's as natural as breathing. Well, you're, you're listening. Yeah. Like, that's more of it, I think, than anything. Because if you're yeah. just worried about trying to be funny, then you're not really probably adding on to whatever conversation or whatever's going yeah. on. And, you know, when I was younger, that was a big thing, you know, probably up until the first time I did stand-up was, like, this kind of competitiveness of trying to be funny. Because I grew up, like, you know, uh, in Dearborn Heights with a lot of, like, Indian kids and, like, uh, white kids. And, you know, like, that was, like... But we were all, like, hung out together and it was, like, a lot of ball-busting. You yeah. know what oh, I mean? Yeah. It's, like, oh, that's, yeah. that's what I think I assimilated the most. So I got my <laughs> balls busted terribly, you know, like... and. And but either you come up getting your balls busted or you don't. You can tell the people that don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, because it's rough. Yeah. It's rough. But uh, because of that. But I remember I would like I would always want to be the funny guy. You yeah. know. But oh, the yeah. first time I did stand up uh, in Seattle, I was like, oh, you know, it doesn't matter. Like I would say because I had friends who were comics at the time, and they're like, well, you know, I was pitching them bits. They're like, you should do this. I'm like I don't know. I don't think it's funny. <laughs> and um, the first set I did, uh, I did good. You know, yeah. not great, but good. And but all the bits that I liked killed, and all the bits that I wasn't sure about did not. 
you know? And then I realized, like, oh, Oh. it doesn't fucking matter. You know, it's like what the audience thinks, you know? It's about what makes me funny because either they're going to laugh or they don't. It's just random. Yeah. You know? And improv is the same way. That's the way I look at it. And I did a second set with just bits that I liked and I wrote new stuff and it killed, you know? So that taught me a huge lesson is that, like, you cannot... um, and improv anything, you can't be, and you see, I mean, you see it all the time, like an improv, just like, you know, mugging to the crowd, or just like, huh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, that, That's why I'm not, that's why I hate breaking, you know? Uh, it's funny, people talk about like, oh, they hate Jimmy Fallon for breaking, but there's so many people in improv that break, I you break. know? Oh, that's my yeah. worst thought. I know, I don't like it, you know, because uh, I feel it's cheating, it's like mugging to the crowd, you know what I mean? That, yeah. You know, so, because uh, I think the best improvisers I've seen don't break. Yeah. You know, like Tim Robinson, probably oh. the best I've ever seen. He doesn't break, no. you know. Uh, Jamie Moore, like, very rarely, but not really. She's so strong force of character. All those people, all the people that you're going to see at the upcoming Detroit Women of Comedy Festival. Yeah. Plug. Uh, you know, the there's very few breakers in that, you know. And and there's a reason for that, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, take it. I take comedy very seriously. You know, that's, well, again, it goes back to your professionalism. Yeah, I really respect that. But that, I will say that's not like some innate thing. That's something I learned. Yeah, you know, like prod, like running special sections at the Detroit News, like being in charge of like reporters and photographers and graphic designers. Not not necessarily doing the work, but just like I mean, doing the work too and editing. But being in charge, I'm comfortable. I'm not. It's funny, like people think I'm a natural leader. You know, like that, that's what they say to me, or like I just drift into that. You know, like oh well, why don't you do this? Or they'll ask me. But I'm not a natural leader. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like I. I would much rather I'm very happy to be like part of a team you yeah, know like I, that's why I like the farm team but it's yeah. like I've gravitated into like you know running like you know like the hello ham tramic thing and but just like because once I get something I'm gonna you know you do it be responsible yeah, for it but for yeah sure. but by no means is that my nature I'm kind you know? of the same way like, yeah, yeah. Uh, like my parents my, my 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 sister and my parents were listening to this night out they'd be laughing so hard they're like what are you talking <laughs> about you him. know but it's like that's the reputation I'll always have with them yes because uh, like, because I was telling my sister, like, yeah, I've kind of built like a little reputation, like from the podcast and the show, of uh, being someone who gets things done. Yeah. And she just laughed. She's like, "Are you serious?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about your parents, it just my parents are like the complete opposite. Like, I know you said so that's so funny. crazy. I'm like, I don't know what that's like to be like praised. You well, know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Really, the one thing people say, like, well. What makes you? I never get uncomfortable on stage, you know. Like okay. I never get nervous. Yeah. Uh, I get more nervous after, like down, like talking with people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, well, the thing that makes me and my sister the most uncomfortable is praise. You know. Okay. Yeah. So this has been a weird week. People like, hey, congrats yeah, for being yeah, on the yeah. home team, and they announced it like a bar problem. And I was like, ah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. how do you respond? Yeah, like, I'm just not used to it. Yeah, I just kind of like I don't bow my head a little bit. Thank you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Know, yeah, it makes me feel weird. Yeah. So, sure. but. Yeah, just keep grinding, you know? Yeah. Uh, I told my mom I had a podcast or so. Like, well, mm-hmm. I never finished my story when I was eat, out to eat with her, yeah. eating at her house. And she brought up Dr. Phil's podcast or something. And I, I think, didn't even know he had a podcast. Yeah, it is, it's pretty, he's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but uh, my, I don't know if my brother's girlfriend said something about me having one. She's like, no, that's Dr. Phil. And I'm like, I got one too. She's like, what? And like, we listened to it for like <laughs> two minutes of it. She couldn't believe it. Yeah. My so, sister has never listened to my podcast when I did like almost 100 episodes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she's come to see some scripted shows. But it's just like, but also I think, you know, family's different. I think that's good. Yeah. It's like your family loves you no matter what. My yeah. parents, my parents don't even know what a podcast is. Like, I would just tell them I'm having people over and they're like, <laughs> to interview them. They're like, for what? I'm like, that's just for a recording, you know, yeah. and then we put it up on the internet you know so like okay you know even like this thing with me making the home team i think being a child of an immigrant too is different because it's like yeah, the comedy so different they don't even like they know it makes me happy and they know like i do writing which is my degree yeah, so they're like yeah, oh yeah. it's related somehow and 
they know it makes me happy. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? So they're supportive of it. I, I've heard like similar stories, yeah, from like uh, children of immigrants yeah. and stuff like that. It seems it's very, and it makes sense. I don't know. You're coming from a different world, and yeah, I mean, cultures. I think comedy is really one of the hardest things to translate. Yeah, you know? yeah, throughout cultures and stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah. I mean, there's universal like tropes and you know like mechanisms, but yeah. like just actually understanding something. Yeah, you know, like my parents' language is Malayalam. Like when I hear jokes in that, it's very hard for me to understand, <laughs> and they have to explain it to me like why it's funny. You know, that, that's which funny, is the key to comedy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I do that to them too. You know, like uh, but but they they're good enough. They like broad comedy. Like they love Jay Leno, like okay. his monologues, which I'm sure a lot of people are like. Oh, he's like cheesy and stuff but it's like i see his appeal because it's like he appeals to like generations yeah. you know and it's like they they could get his humor because it was so broad people hate on anybody Doesn't yeah matter. that's true it's i'll bring up anybody like well i'm sure some people i mean I, i'll bring up joe yeah Rogan. yeah I'm like oh people hate joe Rogan. but also people love him too yeah. for a reason so yeah i don't know do you watch like his whole show uh no i don't like watch i'll listen to it like the clips or whatever uh, or... oh i'll watch some clips uh, whatever i get time for yeah because that show is. is super long you yeah know? it's super long but it depends who the guest is if it's something intriguing uh a guy named paul stamets who mm-hmm. was he's a scientist about uh mushrooms okay and it was very informative on like fungi and yeah different different things like that meaning like psychedelic uh partly psychedelic but other things oh just too. uh mushrooms like, in general yeah like how they spread i mean it was so much, but really? yeah, partly it is psychedelic and yeah. or it called like microdosing. Okay, yeah, I've heard of that. I'm not I like a drug guy. Yeah, so. well, so you know, California, they're about to like I think legalize mushrooms. Or oh, really? The thing about some of these drugs is that they're like on like a the schedule that they're on. Yeah, schedule like, like one t- narcotic. Yeah, or... you can't like test them properly and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. You really don't know what is actually going on. Yeah. So it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Drugs. Stay awesome, kid. All right, guys. Uh, well, Tony, you have anything else to plug? What do you got going on? Uh, just catch me uh, Monday nights performing with the legendary Planet Ant uh, home team. I'll still be doing farm stuff until June, so come see us on Saturday nights. Uh, Thursday night live at Planet Ant, sketch comedy, and Hello Hamtramck is the last Thursday of every month. Uh, and stay tuned to watch uh, uh, Tom Steinman's burgeoning podcast empire. Yeah. Have you listened to any other podcast on the network? None. I don't even know where they are. That's another thing about Planet Ant. Uh, I wish they need to get like a marketing team. We're we're working. It's all in the works. Yeah, uh, yeah. If It'll anybody be... out there want to join us, please join yeah. us. We're all looking for. That's really the biggest need I think in terms of spreading the word yeah, for Planet Ant. We're trying to get better on it. Uh, Jessica yeah. Cooper's doing a lot. Shout Alex out to Mac. Jessica. She was one of the people in the class next door to me. At yeah, Go, you brought. So, I yeah, heard yeah, you yeah. brought her up. Uh, and she, uh, I do want to hear her Detroit, uh, podcast, Detroit Strange. Yeah, so. she's doing Detroit Strange. Uh, her and Jonathan are oh. going to be doing the Dragons of Detroit. Or what am I? Is that Detro- uh, Dungeons in Detroit? It's not out yet, but that'll yeah. be coming out. But the the, uh, the featured shows are Michael Dupree, Variety. Yeah, I've been on that show a couple times. He's great. Yeah. Uh, li- listen, Monday, Monday is his episode. He's up to like 120 some episodes. Oh now, yeah, right? he's doing yeah. really good. He's very consistent. Uh, welcome to the Gaberhood. Uh, I don't know if they're dropping anything yet. Recently, okay, but uh, they're trying to get back into it. We have the is best. that uh, That's Sam Anthony and Anthony? And Sam. Yep, and Sam is going to be in America's Got Talent. I don't know if you knew. Yeah, that. we brought that up a little bit. I, yeah, I yeah. saw that. Uh, he so hasn't said if he's gonna if he made it through made to the it. next level, but my I'm predicting right here that he did. Okay, we'll see. Yeah, uh, Anthony Douglas, who um, pr- talk about professionalism. I did the show Darlinda does Downriver with him, mm-hmm. and he is the most perfect. I learned a lot from him because that was my first experience doing. Yeah, stuff. and he just brought it, it was well so organized. uh like our moms he is a nurse yes 
right? So he's responsible for lives. Yeah. So, I mean, responsible. He was responsible for our lives. Yeah. Yeah, he stage. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. That's true. He keeps us alive. No, but uh, he was. I he just, also likes to bust balls on stage, which I love. There's so few improvisers that will do that. But I had an audition with him where he started making fun, like imitating, like, I'm Tony. I do this. I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm Anthony. I do this. And it was just like, it was so great. <laughs> yeah. He's with the. He's in the travel band with me. We just performed at Go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, with, uh, who's else is there? Nate Hudson. Uh, Michael Dupree. Michael Dupree. And Kyle Neal. Kyle Neal. Yeah. We talked go. about those guys. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have your own T-shirts. Uh, no, we don't. Well, he made two, like the the chair T-shirts. Yeah, that's not our. I consider them your T-shirts. Oh, okay. Just just accept it. Oh, all right. I'm going to take a compliment <laughs> for God's sake. No, I'm just kidding. But those are cool. I still wear that shirt, the Yes and shirt. Yeah, yeah. Is. I like that shirt. Uh, so Michael Dupree has his show. Uh, we just picked up the best song ever. So if you're liking new music, uh, these two guys, Luke and Brian, I believe their names are. Luke Bryan? Isn't that a country singer? Uh, yeah, it is. Okay. That's why I wonder if I'm saying their names wrong now. Yeah. <laughs> I have not met them personally. Garth yet. and Brooks? Garth, yeah. <laughs> but uh, they listened like three new, they, they introduced three new songs to each other and they vote if they like it or not or whatever. Oh, okay. And uh, I listened to an episode and if you like new, if you like music. I do, lo- to, I love yeah, music. You know, because I, it, Hard for me to keep up to date with like what's yeah, new, and yeah. what's cool. So mm-hmm. it's easier for me. It's to all listen. algorithms now, you know. Listen <laughs> to Spotify, which I don't have, but uh, they'll you tell have you. Spotify. I know I'm way behind. I listen to a lot of stuff through YouTube and just like iTunes, you know. Okay. I have Apple Music, you know. So, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I don't think they have a similar feature. I used to listen to Pandora a lot. And that was really good at predicting songs I would like. I, I listened to Pandora a lot until I got made fun of by, like, students and stuff. What? Spotify, and then I went Fuck to Spotify, that. and I was like, you yeah. guys are right. Oh, is it? Okay, I have to check it out then. <laughs> it's better. It's way better. Yeah. Pandora? <laughs> now you're shitting on me. <laughs> are you still listening to Pandora? Yeah. No. Oh, all right. Yeah. But my sister does. Shout out to her. She'll never, <laughs> she'll never listen to this or know about it, so. Uh, so, yeah, we got Michael Dupree. We got Welcome to the Gayborhood. Best song ever. I feel like I'm forgetting one right now. Uh, fumbling around fumbling around guys mm-hmm. listen to fumbling around hopefully i'll start so again i'm trying to get better at consistency so hopefully i'll be starting to that's the key man grind it yeah I'm, you seem like a grinder I, I i am i'm trying to learn as i go yeah uh, so guys bear with me I yep, think you're starting right. you're starting your own uh, grind line there's yep. a sports reference for you hey uh seriously man that's what it's about mm-hmm. and anything if you want to be successful in anything you got to grind yeah well with this i feel like you will be successful Tom. Well, you, you are this is a success right here i appreciate it yeah, i appreciate yeah. you coming on you checking in the, hey i'm confirming like you're just teaching me the prof- you know i want to be better like yeah you. yeah yeah and so scheduling all these you know performers to come on or whoever like it's all work and yeah. it's all behind and the scenes it, it reflects on you too like when you're professional then that makes people like you know get on their game like yeah. i directed my first show uh, a best of sketch show in August, and I was like, "Look, this is what I expect, yeah. and stick to that." I'm like, "Every you can do whatever you want." You else. Set the tone, okay. yeah. The leader sets the tone, and like I think that's important, you know. So who you surround yourself? Yeah. Just with. so I don't, because I wanted this to be fun. I'm like, none of us are getting paid for this shit, you yeah. know. Like I don't want to be like pissed off at people not doing what they want, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's but what I want. You want to have good product. Like yeah. winning is fun. Yeah. So like, put in the hard work, win, and then you can have the fun. Yeah, and also learn to love the process. Yeah. You know, and maybe that's why I like to listen to like too fat like i like to speed my uh oh, podcast yeah, yeah, up yeah. i am not always in the moment instead of just enjoying what is happening I like yeah to yeah yeah speed through life a little bit sometimes yeah i'm i'm the opposite so. i like well i mean i'm always thinking about the past and the future which is the things you shouldn't do <laughs> but uh yeah like sometimes i like to say i'm just lazy that's really what it is like you well, know. i am too but yeah. we also it's funny because we talk about work getting done but that's i should stop saying that because i do a lot of shit but i feel lazy yeah I, I, i'm the same way like if i'm not getting things done then i'm like Keep yeah. myself up. All right, man. Well, I appreciate having you on. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, guys. Give it a listen. Uh, see you later, Tony. All right. I'll look for you on Twitter. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.